0: And today is Tuesday, November 2nd. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning in the news this morning. Four children who were reported missing in a three-alarm warehouse fire have been found safe in Marcus Hook, Delaware County on Monday night. Chief Ken Smith, Jr. of the Marcus Hook Trainer Fire Department said uh, that he does not know why the children were in the building, but they were all found safe. The call came in for the fire on the 200 block of East 10th Street just before 6 p.m. The building was set to be demolished to make way for a large distribution warehouse. 80 to 100 firefighters from all over Delaware and Chester counties and Newcastle Delaware were called in to battle the blaze. The warehouse, which officials say is about 80 years old, had a lot of old timber materials fueling the flames. The fire appeared to be under control Monday evening but ramped back up late last night. The fire was eventually placed under control. However, crews remained on the site early Tuesday morning to put out any hot spots. The cause of the fire remains under investigation. A Delaware County pharmacist is accused of distributing drugs out of his pharmacy in exchange for sex. 81-year-old Martin Brian, Jeez. who is the owner and operator of the now defunct uh, Murray Overhill Pharmacy located on State Street in Media is accused of using his access to prescription drugs to get sex.
3: And he's 81? 81
2: years uh, old and Danco. you've got to see the picture of
3: him. They have Viagra there, yeah, so... that's true, yeah. One of the drugs he's got. Yeah, I guess Sorry. so, right? Alright, I'll give you your action code
2: Oh my God, awful. The investigation... You're going to have to do something for me, though. The investigation began this past April when Media Borough Police found two unconscious individuals parked in the back of the pharmacy. Man. As the officers were investigating, a woman walked out of the pharmacy. Authorities say she ran when she saw police. Police say Brian came out and asked if everything was alright, and upon a separate questioning, inconsistencies emerged between what the pair told officers. As a result, the cell phone of the woman was seized and an investigation was launched. They did an audit of his records and determined that there were tons of missing medications, the DA said. The Murray Overhill Pharmacy was the largest purchaser of oxycodone, Xanax and fentanyl in the 19063 zip code, according to the DEA audit that analyzed inventory from 2016 to 2021. That's
3: pretty horrible. But Preston, like, there are situations, like, at work, we will trade sex for printer paper. But that's, uh, you know, (laughs) right? Dude, there are times it is hard to come by.
4: Uh, Well, hang on a second. I'll give a hand. Yeah, yeah. Listen, you need to do what you need to do. There was, like, three weeks ago, we had really... Good printer paper. Do well, I was, I was on my game there. Okay. It was
2: like <laughs> resume paper. It was like really
5: good paper.
3: Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Steve. Did you well, notice what a good mood Steve was in? That I was in a good week? mood. Yeah. I was using Mentos in my mouth. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: Authorities say the woman was interviewed by agents from the DEA. She admitted that she had been meeting the defendant weekly to exchange sex acts for money and for controlled substances. A further investigation revealed that a second woman also admitted that she was exchanging sexual favors for drugs with Brian multiple times a week.
3: Don't you? It just blows my mind that you. You think you will go? Do you, is the perception that you will never be caught doing that, or you just figure I'm in it? Eventually, I'll get caught, but for the time being. You mean being, for the pharmacist, or he, for, for the pharmacist? For this 81 year I'm, 80, I'm going
0: to guess he didn't think he'd get caught. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, he, or at
3: eighty-one, does he care? Uh,
0: well, hmm. I would imagine he cares. Yeah, he's I mean, still got go to go to jail. jail, right? Yeah. So, but, but, but he probably thought he could get away with it that they wouldn't see these little. Little uh, hiccups in the uh, right. in the inventory. Right. It says they were trading sex uh, several times a week, Kathy. What, the one girl said
2: several times a week.
6: It's not really trading sex at that point, though. If it's several times a week, it's just kind of, that's consensual
3: at that point, right? Isn't it?
2: Well, I think she was oh, probably she going, going to, to get drugs. Yeah, yeah, she
0: wasn't doing it for free. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was getting something out of it. I, I wonder
3: if at the end of that sex act, she got one of those incredibly long receipts. <laughs> Really? not a CVS. <laughs> not a
2: CVS. Stop no. it. No, it was the Murray Open oh, okay. Overhill Pharmacy, uh, which shuttered this past June. Brian is charged with sexual extortion and other related drug offenses. He turned himself in on Monday, and his bail was set at $250,000. Gianna Murdoch is the founder of Get Fresh Daily, a social enterprise focused on teaching black children about healthy eating and wellness. Uh, Murdoch started her mission-driven program 10 years ago as a teacher. She realized healthy eating and learning went hand in hand and that many of her her students didn't have access to healthy foods. Recently, she was awarded the prestigious title of one of Forbes' The Culture 50 Champions. The list recognizes leaders who invest in black and brown communities, including former NFL player Colin Kaepernick and actress uh, Issa, Issa Ray. Uh, the Mount Airy resident works solely out of Global Leadership Academy at 52nd and Pine Streets where her classroom is a garden. She teaches her students about gardening and how to eat a plant-based diet. She started her program the same year former First Lady Michelle Obama launched Let's Move, a public health campaign dedicated to stopping childhood obesity. Marduk says uh, that she realized too many black students lived in neighborhoods where they only had access to corner stores instead of healthy options. She encourages her students to share what they learned. Uh, the big picture Is that it will affect the community as a whole. Her students said that they really enjoy learning how to garden and that they are making, uh, then making, taking those things and making smoothies and other healthy items. The Philadelphia Forbes Shining Star has many exciting projects on the horizon. She would like to make her garden project a model for schools nationwide. She would like to start being a consultant for other schools in the Philadelphia region. In sports this morning. So the Sixers beat the Portland Trailblazers last night in South Philly.
7: Nice.
2: Joel, Joel Embiid's absent Seth Curry scored 23 points to lead the shorthanded Sixers to a 113-103 win. Embiid, the team's leading scorer, was out due to rest his first missed game of the season. The team was also without Tobias Harris because of health and safety protocols and lost starter Danny Green in the third quarter due to hamstring tightness, but not before he scored 11 points. The Sixers are at home again tomorrow night with a game against the Chicago Bulls. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. In Monday night football, the Chiefs beat the New York Giants in Kansas City. The Chiefs rallied behind a behind two fourth-quarter field goals from Harrison Butker, including a go-ahead 34-yarder with just over one minute remaining and beat the Giants 20-17. to The Flyers are back home tonight with the game against the Arizona Coyotes. The Puppets set to drop at 7 o'clock and the World Series continues tonight with Game 6 in Houston. Max Fried will get the start for Atlanta while Luis Garcia goes for the Astros and the first pitch is scheduled for 8 p.m. And that's what I have for you this morning.
0: All right, thank you Kathy. Uh, By the way, I got a a text from somebody who missed the memo. It says, uh, why does it sound like you guys are at the Camp Out for Hunger? (laughs) Are you live somewhere? (laughs) Yes, we are indeed. It is a Camp Out for Hunger. We've been hitting it. You may have missed it, but that's okay. Uh, So just a reminder, as we are banging that message home that maybe some people may not be aware that we are doing it earlier this year. Yeah, and so therefore, absolutely. we are going to continue to hit that. And yes, that is indeed where we are and what we are doing. We are the Wells Fargo Center parking lot, camp up for hunger early, uh, day number two, and it's it's in full form. So yeah. uh, we had we had a great time yesterday, great show, a lot of guests, and uh, we have a lot of stuff planned for today as well. I think
3: you're the sole reason that the Sixers won, Preston, because you rang the bell last night. Well, we were both on court together. Well, I was just standing there
0: watching. We did we it, ring again. the bell. And uh, it was it was pretty awesome. So uh, yeah, they won. I'll yeah. take that as a good omen, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, and I'm hurting today, man. I had a rough night last night, he, uh, all I've, night long. Last I'm for yeah. like a week, and and it's just it's killing me. Do you think it was the air travel? Because a lot of times, it, well, it didn't help. Yeah, but, yeah. But I was already now nah, before even the flight. Like my my throat was already uh, a little bit sore. But I've also I still got this. You hear know, my wonderful constipation story from <laughs> a week and a half ago? Well, that better, is still giving me trouble. So it? it's a double whammy. I was up all night last night, oh, man. man. It sucks, but. Whatever, man. We got a lot of stuff planned for today. Hey,
3: listen, if you're up with diarrhea or something anything tonight, come over to my room and hang out. We can talk. All right, we can yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah. How about the uh, homemade
6: signs of the tent? Does that make you feel any better? Because there's one right here that I says. I am loving this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's awesome.
3: So
0: we have some ladies that brought in some homemade signs. We have a big brown Guatemala nipples. We have a ball sacks are yummy. <laughs> Where's that effing sound coming from? I almost said it. And, uh, and a good morning, it. Thank you, ladies. Yeah. That and then uh, somebody wrote Hellfire on the back of that one, too. <laughs> I am the oh, God Oh, wait. Of hell. I am the God of Hellfire. Oh, my yeah. God. Very nice. They flipped the signs around for the, uh, the full one. I love it. Thank you, guys. We're going to find out where you guys are from, who you are. We appreciate that. Are you the dude from the Sixers game last night who painted
8: ah. his
7: face?
0: <laughs> Did you guys see him last oh. night? He was great. He had he had completely painted his face. He was he was red and blue, and now he's in r- orange and black. He's painted painted his face and his uh, his mohawk as well. You look badass
7: all, all week. week. Okay.
0: I love it. We have that to look forward to every morning. <laughs> Wonderful. So, listen, we do have room for you to uh, to come down and hang out in the tents a little bit different. We have some uh, masks required. It is a uh, smaller uh, tent this year, uh, but we've got the rides that are up and running from Skelly's Amuses. We have uh, Dunkin' Coffee that you can grab while you're here.
3: It feels good, doesn't
4: it? It yeah. does feel yeah. good. And yeah. and the masks, if you come down here and you do the drive through for you know, your food drop-off, they have Preston and Steve masks. Yeah. Yep. While supplies left. A little tchotchke bag. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And if you're one of the first. I don't know, like 30 or something like that, you get the, the
3: leash, too, right?
4: The, uh, yes. the Preston you, Steve if, leash. If you donate over 20 pounds, you get a MetVet leash as well. Nice. And oh, you I, get a
3: dog, too, Preston. You oh. You know, early, uh, oh, free dogs.
7: Weeks. I didn't Everyone know. Free dog.
0: Get your free dog. <laughs> uh, I would like to mention uh, that this hour is sponsored by friends at Duncan, supporting the camp out with hot coffee for staff volunteers and donors. This morning, the Preston Steve show, of course, runs on Duncan. Uh, we do have a big day today. We have a lot of people on the program. We're going to get uh, the lead singer from the band uh, Royal Blood joining us. Mike Kerr, he's great. He's joined us at the camp out before. Uh, We have uh, Nick Cannon, who's going to be on the show. He's co-hosting Fox Good Day uh, today. Oh, is that
3: right? Yes. You know, he has his own talk show, like, sometime in the midday. It just started up about a month ago, but he's hosting his own deal. I think he's hitting the road and promoting that, so he's in town. Yeah, he only has 250 other shows.
0: We'll check in with him uh, in the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, We also have the City 6 Pop-A-Shot Championship.
7: Yeah!
0: For the Marcanti Cup, that means that our friend Mark Zumoff coming out of retirement to
3: host this this morning. He personally requested that we make sure he He still do this.
0: Uh, We have returning uh, champion Steve Donahue of Penn, Jay Wright of Nova, he's a past champion as well. Uh, Ashley Howard of LaSalle, Zach Spiker of Drexel, Mark uh, Macon of Temple, and John Griffin of St. Joe. So they're all being represented. This morning of the Pop Shot Challenge. Uh, we have uh, a whole bunch of people from NBC10 that are stopping by. And uh, a make-good from yesterday, uh, Director Adam McKay. Awesome. Will be joining us today as well. So we have a lot to look forward yeah, to. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, you can come by, make your donation, say hello, and uh, and just be a part of uh, Camp Out this year as we're trying to return uh, to normal. So why don't we take our first break? We'll come back in a second. The Entertainment Report, The Stupid Question, that stuff is on the way. And these fine people here with us as
9: well. The Camp yeah. Out for Hunter. We'll be right back. <laughs> Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm
10: kidding. Preston and Steve show
9: now back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast
0: by the way uh, the sign people Marissa we're gonna say hi to anybody she was gonna bring somebody over because we have several people who brought signs out uh which always delight us and uh, your name sir my name is Shane hey Shane where are you from uh Delco man Chichester yeah. let's
7: go <laughs> yeah your old stomping grounds Chichester living up
0: for chai yeah man uh, who's here with you this morning who do you have? What are my girlfriend? Names? My You're...
11: two sisters and my girlfriend. Oh,
0: awesome, man. Thank you guys. Um, Amanda, Go ahead. Sarah and Sierra. Say that again into the microphone. Amanda, Sarah and Sierra. Nice, dude. Thank you for putting the yeah, signs up. No together. problem. You guys are awesome. We we guys rock, see you guys rock, man. Rock on.
9: Oh, oh yeah. hell
12: yeah. Oh, Thank you guys. We really appreciate
0: that. <laughs> If we had uh, if we had our VIP section, I'd They'd put them in, in a- there, but we don't have that this year, yeah. so we'll Next do that again. Yeah, yeah. the privilege section. The privilege. I forgot about that. Mm. All right, so we're going to ask a stupid question this morning and uh, give some goodies away. We have as a Case, pri- I don't have my prize list over here What anymore.
3: the hell? It should be over there. Uh, uh, there.
0: I don't like it either, but
7: hang
3: on. All
0: right, well, we got a good prize, if you can answer uh, the stupid question, which is, and this was supplied by Nick McWayne, where we are broadcasting from is the site of the old Spectrum. What is the last concert that performed at the Spectrum ah. in its existence? 215263WMMR. It was back in 2009, just a few days ago on the calendar. So let's see if you know the answer to that. 215263WMMR, and the correct answer is going to net you $50 in 10 times. The cash scratch-off tickets from the New Jersey Lottery. All right, uh, I'm going to do some birthdays while we are awaiting your answer. Today is the second day of November. It is Stephanie Power's birthday today. Ah, Mrs. Hart. Mrs.
3: Hart. Yeah, she's, she's gorgeous. gorgeous. Sometimes I look into a bathroom window. She's <laughs>
0: Max. Yeah. How dare you?
3: I really am into that stuff.
0: Uh so I think they call it corporophilia. shit what? Yeah. Oh my Watching god. Watching Chicks Defecate. Oh my god. Oh. Does
3: anybody remember Hard It's on it's on um Antenna TV, I think, and me TV had it on for a while. I love that show. I liked it a lot when I was a kid. A lot of it had to do with Stephanie Powers
0: because I was uh, I was a uh, uh, an adolescent. A young buck. Uh, and she was yeah. a hot woman, and they really flaunted her sex Absolutely. But it was fun. Yeah. They were, they were uh, millionaires, and they solved crimes for yeah, fun, Yeah, a true right? story. Yeah, right? Yeah. No. Uh, she is uh, 79 years old today. Uh, okay, local fella has a birthday today. It's Pat Croce's birthday. Oh. Is that right? Yeah actually thinking about Pat while we were at the Sixers game last yeah, night. What's he, Kathy, you, did you see him recently? Has somebody
2: see him recently? I just saw his daughter. I spoke to her for a little while, but not um, I didn't see Pat.
3: Is he still, he was building that compound in Bucks County, right?
2: Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, a friend of mine um, built his house that he lives in. It's sort of like a log, log cabin-ish type house, right. uh, but obviously a beautiful log cabin. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. not like some little thing <laughs> that you're... <laughs> yeah, with,
3: with, with, with a stove in the corner and a butter churn.
0: Well, you see, Pat, tell him we said uh, happy birthday, because Pat was a big supporter of Camp Out Hunger. He would yeah. come year after year and, and make donations and, and uh, motivate people, which he's good at. His
6: longtime assistant passed away. You guys remember that? That's she was right in, right in, oh. a, in a car accident, car yeah, accident. and it was just this awful, tragic thing that happened a, a couple of months ago, and so, oh. yeah, but um, yeah, Pat's always been a great guy, a huge supporter of the show. 67 years old today. Uh,
0: bassist of Corn, Reginald Fieldy uh, Arvizu. Arvizu. That's a to, hell of a name. I have to admit, I'm not that familiar with the bass player from Corn.
3: Uh,
0: Arvizu. <laughs> and is, much
3: to your your despair,
0: yes. Uh, but he is uh, 52. I do know. Uh, uh never mind. I don't know anybody from <laughs> Corner. Actually, uh uh no, Luzier, the uh the, the drummer is fantastic, Ray. Yeah, he's been on our show before. Uh Carter Beaufort, speaking of drums, There you go. Uh, Dave Matthews' band has his birthday today. He is 63 years old. He is a machine <clears throat> on the drum kit. Would, would you rank him in the top 5 as far as uh in in the world of of uh popular and rock music? Yeah, yeah. he's he's way up there. But I mean there, you know, you get into the jazz realm and and there are people that are insane, but he's He's fantastic. He's he's wonderful. I, I, I'm just a huge fan of his. Uh, from the band Poison, Bobby Dahl, oh, the bassist, God. is 58. Was he? Did he used to work in a salon before he became a rock star? Yeah. So he did the he did the band's hair. Oh, did he not? Wait a minute, was it him or was it, it might have been Ricky Rocket, the drummer. Oh, Bobby Dahl was a neurosurgeon. Yeah, yeah that was yeah, yeah. it,
3: you know. Uh, uh, Doctors Without Borders.
0: I've told you before, I, I dismissed them when they were in yeah. their heyday. But, but they But I have come to enjoy what they were and are and just a fun rock band. Uh, so 58 years old today. Maxine Nightingale, the singer. Wow. Steve. We got to get right back to where we started from. Love
3: can
0: be strong. We got to get right back to where we started from. from. Oh, oh. <laughs>
3: I like that song. She's sixty-nine today. That should be our new theme. I think it should. Yeah. That is—that's
0: a fun tune.
3: It is a fun tune.
0: Uh, Dave Schwimmer, David Schwimmer from Friends. You call him Dave because you guys are buds. We go back.
3: Yeah. Uh, so
0: of course uh, he is fifty-five years old today. Ross from Friends. Uh, and then the last birthday is a musical one. J D. Souther, oh. who I, I will admit was not that familiar with until that Eagles documentary came yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, about what an influence he was and on them and worked with them as well. But he's deep into that, um, uh, in that Southern California uh, family. James Taylor, there, Rot- Leonard Ronstadt, worked with all those yeah, guys. Yeah. Uh, and actually, was an actor on Nashville as well. Uh, oh. I didn't know that. So he is uh, seventy six years old today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning going to the phones. What was the final show, the final band or act to perform? Uh, at the Spectrum, which is where we are located in the, uh, the footprint of the old Spectrum. I'm going to go to listener John on the line. Hey, John, are you there? Good morning, guys. Morning, John. All right, so last band to play at the Spectrum. Who was it? Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. You got it, buddy. Hang on. We're going to set you up. You just got yourself 50 $50. <laughs> <laughs> and 10 times the cash scratch off tickets from the New Jersey lottery. You can play today because anything can happen in Jersey. And that was, Nick, 2009 on Halloween. Halloween night. Yeah, very last show. They dressed up as Devo.
3: So oh, which cool. which show do they uh they call out you and the station and the whole thing? That was well uh that's happened twice, Steve. Okay,
6: yeah. Uh, uh. the first time was uh October of uh twenty thirteen and then most recently, which is the last time they were in Philly, was in uh on MMR's birthday, April 29th, uh, two thousand sixteen.
3: Very nice. They mentioned your
0: name again?
6: Yeah, NPR. Pierre and twice? That. Twice, yeah. Dude. I know. i got to
3: tell you the story about a guy who had his tuxedo eaten by (laughs) moth. It's the saddest goddamn thing I've ever heard.
6: I think it's really cool that he keeps up with current events with Nick McElwain. He Uh, does. He goes
3: to Uh. nickmcElwainnews.com. right. Right. It's his number one. It's the first site bookmarked on his (laughs) safari. All right. Well, I do have some uh, entertainment stories, and we'll start with this. I meant to get to this yesterday, but
0: uh, former Obama staffer and former Kumar Cal Penn came out as gay and managed to include a memoir tease and a boyfriend reveal to boot. Uh, Penn spoke to People Magazine on Halloween, explaining that he'd been dating uh, a gentleman named Josh uh, for the past 11 years. He said, I discovered my own sexuality relatively late in life compared to many other people. Uh, There's no timeline on this stuff. Uh, He said that his family is supportive uh, or was supportive when he came out to them. He said, uh, when you've already told your Indian parents and the South Asian community that you intend to be an actor for a living, really, any conversations <laughs> that come after that are super easy, and they're just like, yeah, okay, and I felt very supported by everyone.
3: So he says it was more difficult to let them know he was going to be an yeah. actor. Yes, <laughs> uh, Penn was
0: scant with the details on Josh, citing his privacy. He said, I'm really uh, excited to share a relationship with readers, but... Well, you know Josh- who it is? Preston
3: is Josh Brolin. Oh, I didn't yeah, know Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow.
0: Oh. yeah. Uh, He said, but he's dating Thanos. He's dating Thanos. He said, uh, but Josh, my partner, my parents, and my brother, uh, four people who I'm closest to in the family are fairly quiet. Uh, They don't love attention and shy away from the limelight. One detail Josh was cool with pen sharing is their first date. Josh apparently showed up with an 18-pack of Coors Light and a craving to watch NASCAR. (laughs) And uh, Cal said, uh, I thought this obviously is not going to work out. He said, I have one day off from the White House, and this dude is unironically watching cars go around and make left turns. Next thing you know, it's been a couple of months, and we're watching NASCAR every Sunday. And I'm like, what is happening? And he said, love, love is what is happening. Penn's memoir, by the way, You Can't Be Serious, will drop on November 2nd. Shannon Moakler served up an epic <sighs> clapback so, so after her ex, Travis Barker, had recreated scenes from the nineteen ninety three cult film True
3: Romance with fiance Courtney <laughs> Kardashian for Halloween. Shannon Mochler makes Kim Kardashian look like Meryl Streep in the in the pecking order of entertainment, but yet she keeps ending up in the news. The well it's cause she's yeah, I connected know. to a Kardashian right, right.
0: now, sort of uh, the Playboy alum hit up Instagram Story to share a shot of her parents snuggled up writing true romance over that. Word. And setting it to the film's You're So Cool song. Uh, this comes after fans question why the pair would use the film as the basis of their costumes when the film played a role in Mogler and Barker's wedding. Uh, she had walked down Holy the aisle Christ. to the song You're So Cool. <laughs> And they named their daughter after the character Alabama. So they oh. so they had uh, they had they a couple direct ties yes, they
3: do. to the movie and wow. That's kind of a dick move on his part. So her daughter, Dude Where's My Car, is a sweetheart, <laughs> if you've ever seen her. I've not seen yeah.
0: her
4: yet. I didn't know they were big fans of that movie. Yeah, as they well. love that movie. Okay. Um it is wild though, the the power and the enormity of the <sighs> The Kardashian family? Yes. Anybody that orbits that family? Any tangential. Gen- oh,
3: yeah. rever- yes, you're exactly right. And yep. it can keep a career going. Yep, absolutely.
0: Sorry, one second. Marissa, if you're listening, can you bring me some water, please? My throat is killing me. Oh, Casey's got water. Thanks, dude. I appreciate it. All right, so moving on. <laughs> yes. Freedom. Sure. He's a savior. We are the youth of a nation. <laughs>
7: I love how
6: all you had to do was stand up with your fists in the air, and you got yourself some applause.
0: To
3: be honest, that's how Mussolini got tracked. <laughs>
0: all right, moving on. Uh, I'm going to have trouble all morning, so thank
3: uh, you. you you're doing, doing a great. How about a round of applause for Preston? Oh, putting on. No, 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 no. A lot of people don't know hey. this, but he had to have a leg amputated last yeah. night.
0: No. No. no, I'm just a Hall of Famer doing my job. That's <laughs> all. That's it, folks.
3: Yeah. All
0: right. Uh, in what could have been a trick. But it ended up being a treat. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez reportedly ran into his ex-wife, Jennifer Garner, on Halloween. Uh-huh. Affleck and Lopez were trick-or-treating with their son, Max, and his son, Samuel, in costumes when they ran into Garner in their private, gated Malibu community. In their car. Do they all live in the same <laughs> community? They do. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's unclear what exactly. Was exac- he dressed as Batman? What exactly? Well, that would have been awesome. You have to, Right. Right. Uh, it's unclear what exactly went down, but insiders speculate uh, that the exes, who have always prioritized co-parenting, planned
3: to meet up and enjoy an outing together.
2: Well, also, it's not running into them when you live in the same neighborhood.
7: Yeah. It's yeah. just seeing your neighbor.
3: You're seeing your neighbor. Uh, and I think they're trying to remain cordial so they can at some point facilitate a threesome. Oh, God.
0: All yeah.
7: right.
3: Uh, a source tells
0: people, uh, everyone gets along. I have to really think about that for a moment, because uh, that's that would be brave, one of the right? greatest things even Oh, yo, yes. Oh, there we go. Oh yes. God. Thumbs up. Uh, I was about to apologize. Oh, no, no. Yeah. If, if Jennifer and, yes. uh, and Jen together, you're right. that's you're right. a beautiful thing. That is a good thing. Uh, so, a source tells people everyone uh, gets along and the focus is always on the kids. Jennifer, Ben, and Jen Garner all wanted the kids to have an amazing Halloween. Uh, the kids are friends and wanted to go trick-or-treating together, and it made sense that they all went together. Well, and uh, you house, did you get a fair amount of trick-or-treaters this year, Preston? A decent amount. Yeah. My part of the neighborhood was not as, from what I heard, uh, crowded as another. Ours is a, a, a street. We've got kind of a gap here and there right. where we are. But there are a couple where, like, you know, two or three, there, there's... Um, uh, intersections, and they were like crazy yes. busy. But but it was, uh, yeah, it was back in full form. Cool, cool. It was excellent. How about you?
3: Yeah, uh, a lot. A
4: nice. tremendous amount,
3: 150, 200.
4: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, my daughter ended up, not that we're sharing stories here, but she ended up going to a different neighborhood where the houses were way closer together.
3: Well, that's true, because that's your yield. You don't want to go out to, to, you know, the farms. Yes. Yep. You know, you want you to maximize your candy yield. Well, hang yeah. on. Does
6: that mean that they, you think, Steve, they had good candy bars in that Malibu neighborhood? Because they probably
7: song.
0: Probably, probably caviar yeah <laughs> <laughs> alright All right. Uh, back to the entertainment report uh, after Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson were photographed holding hands on a roller coaster their romance rumor mill has been in overdrive uh, Kim was photographed in New York City on Monday, reportedly to attend the Wall Street Journal Magazine's 11th Annual Innovator Awards at the Museum of Modern Art on Monday night.
3: Was Pete Davidson in tow. Uh, Davidson
0: uh, is also in town filming SNL. Sources tell Radar that Davidson has been actively pursuing Kim and wow. worked hard with her as she prepared to host SNL. Uh, according to a source, he said Pete uses the show as his personal dating service. That's how he met Ariana Grande,
3: and that's how he became friendly with Kim. He did sent it? her a cute little note that said, I want to wax that ass. Yeah.
4: yeah. Oh, Yeah, my God. It's that's so, so sweet. sweet. Hey, I um, I had a feeling that this might actually turn into something. I do too. You did? When I, when you was, really? Yeah, when yeah. I was watching SNL. Just because. Oh. Listen, why? What were you. Oh, talking? no, I did, I just thought you were saying after all this, but
0: but yeah. yes. Uh, so, uh, well, I didn't watch it. You so, saw I don't Sparks?
4: Know. I didn't. No, but I know his history and his track record. I don't get it personally.
3: Here's what he did, Case. If you score like an Ariana Grande, that signals to all the other. It it, it seems I've never understood this. Mm -mm. And, Kathy, maybe you can speak to this. Yeah. That it it is now right. Yeah. You're, You're now valid and dateable, even if you aren't the best looking dude. Right. Exactly. I,
7: yeah,
2: no, if yes. I mean, if that goes back to like high school. Then, okay. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the popular girl dates somebody and then everybody wants to date Wasn't him.
3: Wasn't that a, a a teen rom-com? Didn't yeah, we yeah, see
0: yes. Can't yeah. Buy Me Love? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah that's right? It. Yeah. He went from geek to chic. That's right. Yeah. All right. So anyhow, Uh, This uh, insider said Pete was more supportive than anyone else in the cast when Kim hosted. uh, He went out of his way to make sure that she was comfortable and even took time to privately coach Kim to make sure that all her jokes landed. Uh, It's the only place in the world where staff is not uh, discouraged to date, according to this insider.
4: Yeah, so I think they did this—the Aladdin skit. Did they not? Yes, they did. And that might have been the one where I was like, "Hmm, there's this, something here." I think they kissed in that skit too. Yeah, so, yeah. Yes. And
3: they had they had full um, full sex. Right. Hold yeah,
4: on. they were banging
6: yeah. on the carpet. Crazy. Yeah. A friend
0: tells Radar, "Let's just say it, Pete loves dating super famous people. He loves the attention and getting chased around by photographers. Right now, press is uh, camped outside of his home in Staten Island, hoping to catch him with Kim, and he loves it. Which I wouldn't doubt. No. Yeah. How sure.
3: About
4: he likes dating." Hot women. Yeah. You know what I mean? Call, yeah, it's crazy, right? But he yeah. might like the celebrity side
0: He of it might do too. Yeah. That's too.
7: yeah.
0: Uh, Carol Baskin is suing Netflix for using footage of her in the upcoming Tiger King 2 series. Talking about hot. Uh, Baskin and her husband, Howard, filed <laughs> suit in Tampa on Monday against the streamer and production company Royal Good Productions. Baskin alleges that Royal Good Productions has breached contract by continuing to use footage of her and her husband in Tiger King 2, since they only signed appearance release forms for the first documentary. I
3: wonder when Tiger King 2 hits, if it's if that ship will have sailed. I was thinking the same yeah. thing, Steve, because, I, I mean, I might
6: catch a little bit of it. I, I, yeah. I don't know. That, you know. Obviously, we talked about it last year. It, it was, you couldn't.
4: As soon as one ended, you wanted to watch the next right, one. Right, right.
6: This time around, I think the story's been told. Yeah.
4: Right. And remember Making a Murderer. Remember how big that one was. Right. And then the second one came out. I was like, well, I'm going to watch it. And then the same exact right. thing They need to combine the Making a Tiger would be good. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. So Netflix declined to comment on the matter. According to documents, the Baskins are demanding that Netflix and Royal good Productions remove any and all footage of them from Tiger King 2. And seek the case in front of a jury. Is
3: that a, is that investigation into the death of her husband still underway? Remember, they were they were actually they no re- that
0: I thought that. It, well, you mean they kind of re-examining e- yes, it? Yeah, I don't know. All right, because it was a closed case, I right, thought yeah. so. Uh, Baskin has been vocal about her disdain for Tiger King Two, telling Variety shortly after the sequel series was announced. Uh, she said, "I wouldn't call Eric Good or Rebecca." Uh, Chaklin, true documentarians. I mean, that was just a reality show dumpster fire, uh, which is true, and it that's is. what made it awesome, right? Uh, happy days, greaser Arthur Fonzie Fonzarelli, one of the icons, was known for his uh, motorcycle, white t shirt, jeans, and most of all, his dark brown leather jacket. One of the jackets was donated to the Smithsonian in 1980, and only a few others are known to exist. And now, Henry Winkler is selling one of the character's jackets. Which he's had in his personal possession for decades. Uh, it will be in an auction that takes place December eighth at Bonhams, Los Angeles. The jacket will be sold as part of a complete Fonzie outfit that includes an original pair of blue jeans, T-shirt, and biker boots. Uh, the grouping is an estimate of between fifty and seventy thousand dollars.
3: Wow! Do you remember the first the first um, jacket they had him wear was not didn't look like leather. It was sort oh, of really? like a yeah. It was like a um, almost like a, an off tan. Um, You know, like, uh, but not a a classic leather biker jacket. They didn't want to have that.
0: The items are part of the 26-lot Henry Winkler collection, which includes, uh, included in Bonham's TCM sale. Uh, Winkler said, during the pandemic, I had the urge to, for spring cleaning. Thank you, Preston. That was me. It made its way over here. I'm sorry. (laughs) And I really thought it was Casey, and I apologize, Casey. I have severe intestinal issues. And that's why
4: I didn't say anything.
3: Thank you.
0: Right Casey just
3: looked at me like, I think I'm going to die soon. I'm sorry.
0: No, listen. Thank God you guys were talking when I, I had a moment to yeah. let that go. Right. Oh, I think it's making it down here. Yeah, dude, it's bad.
6: Maybe that's you should put right. it on the pirate ship. But
0: but it smells great to me. So. Yes, yeah, right? That's cool. Well, you made I'm it all yourself. Right yeah. It's <laughs> like when you make chocolate chip cookies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. No, but everybody likes yeah. chocolate no, chip no, cookies. I make
3: mine with farts.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, so, anyhow, there may there may yeah. come a time in the morning where you might see me just disappear. Yes. And yeah. you guys are going to have to run the show for you a while. You guys might see actual magic here today. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, any, <laughs> I just looked over at Casey's face was completely covered yeah. up. And if he had non-flashback. I
4: tried to do it, like, quietly, nonchalantly. It's hard to do that when you're fainting. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So,
0: back to Henry Clark. Yes, yes. And his iconic jacket. He said, during the pandemic, I had the urge for spring cleaning, except that it lasted for a year and a half. Uh, I found 27 boxes, and those boxes were filled with memorabilia from Happy Days to The Waterboy to Scream. And those boxes contained everything from T-shirts and hat collections to uh, the book that I held on the sidelines in The Waterboy for making plays. Oh, that's great! Except plus two masks from Scream that I cut on screen, and the prop people gave me. Uh, that the prop people gave me, uh, uh, they, they gave them to me because they weren't going to be used again. Uh, so they're expecting those screen masks to go between twenty and thirty thousand dollars. Jesus, yeah, right. And so he'll make the money from that. Uh, he... Yeah, they're right. for him. All right. Or, you know what? No, he's going to give them to his his daughter's charity. How the hell with that? Uh, Winkler actually had two original Fonzie leather jackets at home. One of which is going up for sale. The other one
3: he's going to keep. Do you remember which I that, think is that, cool. that uh, Henry Winkler played a hood like Fonzie in the Lords of Flatbush? Do you guys remember that movie? No. Yep. In fact, the
0: boots that he bought for the Lords of Flatbush, Steve, he still has, and he used those on Happy Days as well.
3: Yeah, he played a very similar are kind of character. I yeah. like that look. I can't pull that look off though. The the sort of motor the cl- what they call the
4: classic greaser look.
3: Yeah, I just, yeah.
4: I can't do it. Press, you got a really cool leather jacket that oh. I think you look great in. Thank you. I just I when I look at it, I'm like I wouldn't look right in. You it. know who would really yeah. work for that that sort of
3: pagan hells angels look? I think Kathy could make it you know, work. Sure. She could. Yeah. I think she could. Hey, Bill looks good in a leather Bill jacket. Bill does. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah.
0: And uh Sarah Parker
3: looks fantastic. Yeah, yes, well, yeah. She, yeah. she
0: can pull it off as well.
3: We're going to rumble tonight. <laughs> yeah. look, Low oh, hanging fruit. Yes. I'm sorry, Rico. I'm going to have to cut you. So uh,
0: if you're interested in the merch, uh, you'll be able to get it at an auction coming up in December. Uh, Oprah has kicked off the festive season with a budget-friendly bang after unveiling a very thrifty version of her annual favorite things That list. used
3: to be the big criticism of the stuff she debuted on her show is that it was well out of the reach of most of her viewers. In which she also
0: uh, promoted her close friend Meghan Markle's woke coffee brand. Uh, This year's gift guide, which typically includes an array of lavish offerings, has been filled with many more low-cost items, including more than three dozen suggestions that cost under $50. Do
3: you know what she is listed as one of her favorite things? Uh -uh. The No Sad Bro t-shirt. Wow, but not um, what's the banana one? Carpe Banana. Carpe Banana? banana? No, she finds that offensive.
0: Uh, In the uh, list, it features 111 gift ideas, which range from uh, about $2,300 for an at-home workout machine to a $12 eyeshadow palette. Uh, the guide will appear in the winter 2021 issue of O Quarterly and is now live on OprahDaily.com.
3: You know, uh, Gwen Paltrow has the vagina-scented <laughs> candles. She has a butt-scented end table. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. The, the whole, whole table? End table? <laughs> the whole table. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's a big ass. <laughs> you got a figure you got to up the size a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, some of the
0: items you can find that are inexpensive, like a $17 puzzle, which depicts African American artist uh, Faith Ringgold's painting of uh, powerful women like Sojourner Truth, Harriet Tubman, and Rosa Parks holding a sunflower quilt. Do you guys like puzzles? I do. I hate them. Yes, I figured I, I, you would. Yes, right. Yes. You don't have the patience. I you, do not have not the patience. Yeah. Also recommended the uh, Philips One rechargeable toothbrush by Sonicare, which is only twenty four dollars. Other low items include a thirty dollars vest to keep you warm in the winter, a thirty dollars hat that has a flashlight built into it, and uh, twenty like a miner's helmet. Twenty seven dollars reading glasses. <laughs> What's
2: the flashlight for?
0: Or campers? Uh, maybe. Is there a dildo with a flashlight attachment? Not know, that I, I know yeah. of. But I think
2: she's camping.
0: She's open to suggestions. Well, no, but you could.
2: Yeah?
3: Yeah. No, not, well, so. not, you, not you personally. <laughs>
2: you you, you used the wrong word. in
3: general. Yeah, Kathy's going back down in the mine again. <laughs> One could go camping, not you, Kathy
0: Romano. <laughs> uh, Queen Elizabeth is back on the streets after a health scare that had doctors warning her to stay put. The 95-year-old monarch has $10, $10 for
13: my mouth?
0: Was spotted on the street. Was spotted behind the wheel of her green Jaguar. Are around, you kidding? Around Windsor Castle. Yeah. Wow. It's her first time being seen in public uh, in a few weeks. If the movie The Queen is any indication, she loves to drive. She does, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she can, like, work on cars and stuff, too. That's so. absolutely. She was working on all those uh, Jeeps and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Chris Pratt has been cast as the voice of Garfield in Sony's new animated adaptation of the film. Uh, producer, let's see, the new film will be written by Finding Nemo screenwriter David Reynolds. It was Bill Murray for a while, right? Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. uh,
4: a live action. Is this a straight-up animated? I
0: think it's a straight-up animated okay. uh, case. Uh, release date for the film hasn't been announced yet, but it will be available in cinemas globally, uh, except for China. This isn't going to be his first voiceover work, though. He will be uh, portraying Super Mario in Illumination Entertainment's adaptation of the video game franchise. Uh, the 42-year-old actor has also lent his voice to Barley Lightfoot in Disney and Pixar's Onward and Emmett uh, Borkowski in Warner Brothers' uh, Lego movie film. So he's doing a little more B.O. Work.
3: I also heard that Tom Sizemore was cast as one of the Teletubbies. Uh, that would be interesting. Yeah. All right, we'll look for
0: that. And then one final story. Uh, Norman Reedus and Sean Patrick Flannery will reunite for the Boondock Saints 3, a sequel to
3: Boondock Saints and the Mudot Saints 2 All Saints Day. I liked the first one. The second one was eh. Uh, you know they, but this they have a really uh, loyal fan base so i guess yeah. that's why they're doing it yes because but people who I, yeah. love
0: that who like that movie love that right movie. yeah or at least the, the first one i know for sure i didn't see either of them it just didn't speak
3: to me it, it, listen it's the first one is enjoyable the second one as i said it, 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 but that's the case
4: with a lot of these i, I only movies. watched it because we had them in studio Yeah. and that was it what do you uh, think of it i think i i, I don't remember <laughs> <laughs> i think i enjoyed it i, think I, think I don't I remember. remember yeah
0: okay uh, and, by the way, so the, as Deadline reports, uh, Troy Duffy, who wrote and directed the first installments, uh, returns to the director's chair with a script, co-written by Flannery. Uh, Duffy said the fans have loved these characters for 20 years. Uh, they use terms of endearment, like the brothers or the boys, and we left them in jail at the end of Boondocks 2. And fans want to know what happened to them. Norman and Sean have been a driving force to keep this franchise on track and break some new ground story-wise. Uh, the fans have been waiting. They literally ask about it daily. And I am really excited to be working with the impossible, with impossible dream, uh, to make Boondock Three a reality. Filming will begin next May to accommodate the stars' other commitments. By the way, Redis is wrapping up the eleventh final season God. and final season of The Walking Dead. And Steve Flannery is joining the cast of The Boys for season three.
3: Yeah, yeah. Norman Redis, um, you know, with the with the this movie and with the uh, with the series. Do, I mean, do you ever see him playing like a sitcom dad or something? He he's always playing that one that type of character, right? I mean, I've never yeah. seen him in anything
0: other than an intense, right, role. And, and look, he's an actor. He right. could probably pull something off. Like
3: like a Mr. Belvedere
0: dad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but I wouldn't <laughs> mind seeing him, uh, you know, stretch his acting right. wings at some point. Sure, yeah. We're ready for the clip, so let's do this now. All right, so the cast of the Netflix drama series Narcos Mexico is huh? wrapping up their hit show, the third and final season. And in this clip, star Scoot McNary shares his... <laughs> Scoot? Scoot McNary shares his thoughts and appreciation for the last season. Go ahead, Jason.
3: Uh, getting to be a part of it was a, a huge blessing and a shock t- to me. And and then to see it end is is, is really tough as well. But I, I feel like that... that I'm, I'm really glad to see the closure in it and how they they wrapped it up and how they close it up and and on top of that I'm really really happy that I got to be a part of this
14: of this of this show.
0: Season three of Narcos Mexico will be streaming on Netflix this Friday. The Narcos stuff is very good. I haven't watched all the seasons. Yeah, I mean, the first
6: two or three, especially the stuff with um, uh, Pablo Escobar, Excellent. was fantastic. Uh, yeah, the the
0: Mexico ones they uh, they've missed me. All right, next clip. Here we go. Uh, Netflix news series, uh, Colin in black and white, tells the story of Colin Kaepernick's early life and what led him to become an activist. And in this clip, uh, creator Ava DuVernay shares how she and Colin created the premise of the show. Go ahead, please. I
15: invited him to my home. We we chatted and we talked about what would become the series. You know, that was the, the connection. It was all about how to tell the story and what he was willing to talk about at that time. He wasn't really wanting to
7: get
0: into what was going on with him currently. Uh, Colin in black and white is now streaming on Netflix, by the way. And there you go. That is our entertainment report. for. It was us.
3: brilliant, especially hey. a man having severe gas pains. Thank you very yes. much.
0: I managed to soldier through it and <laughs> squeeze it out. Uh, hey, you know what? We, uh, yesterday with Pierre, this was cool. An announcement was made, and we need to congratulate Donna Mannion. Who is from Bordentown, New Jersey. She won the $10,000 yeah. grand prize from the MMR Money Clip. That's content. awesome. That's so, cool. uh, so that was fantastic. And by the way, she never even won the $500. She just entered on the MMR app. We told you over and over. There you go. Go through the app if right. you can. And look what happened. She won 10 Grand.
3: So if we do it again, do it both ways. Whatever you want to do, hedge all yep. your bets because here's a perfect example. And I'm sure we will do that again.
0: All right, with that done, we should take a break because we have a busy day today. We have a lot of people joining us, including a bunch of coaches from the collegiate teams here with the City Six Papa Shot Challenge, just to name a few. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back in a segment more for the Camp Out for Hunger, Xfinity Live. Here, back. Thank you.
1: Justin and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, live from inside the Bimbo Bickery's USA broadcast tent on 93.3 WMMR. Sponsored by Stauffer Glove and Safety, a premier distributor of Honeywell safety products. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger.
0: Casey, I want to mention uh, Endless Pools and the fact that we have this marathon swim that's taking place uh, as we speak, because Endless Pools has one of their Essentially, uh, swimming treadmills here on site. It's awesome. We have different swimmers that collectively are trying to swim. Is it 82 or 86 miles? 80, 82 miles, we're calling it the Wells to the Shells. It's the distance to swim in the Delaware River out into the ocean yeah. to make it all the way from here at the Wells Fargo Center to Cape May. If they can achieve that by Friday, by the time we're done with the show, they're going to donate $15,000 to Camp Up. So, over.
3: yesterday was going on all throughout the show, and afterwards, Casey contributed a couple of miles to the distance because it's all a cumulative sort of thing. Yeah. And uh, we and,
4: and you did a couple of miles. How many did you do yesterday? I did two miles. You did two miles. I did two miles, <laughs> miles in uh, just about an hour. And um, even with that, we're behind pace. Are we? Yes, all we are. All right. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, we need to do roughly like 16 miles a day. So, who's Somewhere in the pool in the neighborhood? So, right now, we know that uh, Jim Bukowski. Is in the pool swimming as we speak, and he's listening to us. He has these Finn's bone conducting headphones, yeah. and they're streaming the Preston Steve show. So, Jim, as you're swimming, we need you to pick up your pace a little <laughs> exactly. bit. Exactly. Alright buddy. And Casey also there is a camera that
3: is trained right
4: underwater.
3: Yeah. And you're getting, you can get the image of him in the water which yeah, is pretty yeah. wild. And we're it's streaming
0: th- on YouTube so maybe the, the video will pop up. I, I don't know how that's yeah, working. You,
4: you can track along as well if you go to Endless Pools. Uh, there's, a, there's a way to track along with, with everything. But, hey, uh what yeah. if we throw like a dozen people in there at the same time? Yeah. It's not going to work. Uh, no. That's not going to work? No, but Casey work. was talking
3: about it that it, 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 you felt that it is a, it, it feels very i um, much like swimming in open water. And oh, no doubt. Out, yeah, it was No doubt. Cool.
4: I did like a nice pace. I was swimming at about a 140 pace and then they ended up like for the last 10 minutes skipped it up to a minute, a little less than a minute and a half. Wow. And I couldn't hold that pace. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you can check out this
0: apparatus while you're here. It's yep. Really, really awesome. So thank you to Endless Pools. And we have a number of people stopping by to make donations. We're going to welcome someone to our microphone right now. He is fifth generation part owner of Stoffer Gloves. Please welcome Mr. Brandon Stoffer, who is here this morning. Hey, Brandon.
16: Hey, guys. We're very
0: nice to, to be there. Nice to see you, sir. We appreciate it. And you're not wearing gloves right now. Well, I guess it's not cold <laughs> enough, though, right? No, we're, I, I sure. put my gloves in the car. All right, I wasn't sure if a family like yours would just wear gloves all the <laughs> time and, like, never take them yeah, off.
16: Yeah, I took them off just to kind of look natural here with you guys. All right, gotcha. Get a little bit closer to that
0: microphone if you don't mind. Thank you. By the way, does anybody else besides me and my family have, like, a bag of mixed gloves at your house?
3: Oh, we have that, yeah, in the closet? I, Absolutely. We've never learned
0: to keep our gloves. No, Kathy, of course, has are have, perfectly I, matched
2: i have a nice basket with matching gloves in oh, them. yes she's uh, a nice basket but no once they once you lose one i give it like it's like a sock i give it a, a, a few weeks and if i don't find it no it, it's going out she
3: runs an ad in the local paper missing and if it returned then she <laughs> right. simply, but yeah.
4: gloves, gloves are seasonal so like you know i give it a couple of seasons i might go uh, like me oh too. No.
7: yeah
16: Oh, no, I yeah. let them wear out. I mean, I've got just dirty gloves, half-worn. Really? You don't go far I mean, they can clubs? go to the back of my uh, my car, and my trunk. I've got a whole... <laughs> Plethora of different types of gloves there, but I still I still wear them well, till they till they fall apart. You know
6: how we, like if we wear sneakers long enough, they eventually they become the gardening sneakers, the sneakers hey, you hey, used yeah, to yeah, cut, just cut yeah, the, the difference
16: it's like these are the ones that I present myself. All like, right, so these are the... does the same thing happen with
6: gloves? Like if you have worn the gloves long enough, do they become then seasonal? I'm wearing these outside for yard work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All
3: right, dude. Yeah. If I was a cop and I opened up someone's trunk and they had whole sets of gloves, <laughs> we found our strangler. Right.
7: <laughs>
3: yeah. No. I, so eventually, your your
0: formal gloves become your garden right. gloves, yeah. and then uh, your wiping gloves later yes, on exactly. eventually, I guess, no, nonetheless, disgusting. we're having fun with gloves here, but... Uh, uh, <laughs> Aren't we all? Well, that's what we thing. do. It's probably know. the first yeah, time that this actually... has ever been uttered. We're having fun well, with gloves. I can gloves. stay
16: here all day and talk about gloves with you <laughs> right. guys. That's number one on Netflix, Preston. We fun got the gloves. Glove yeah. uh,
3: hey,
4: you know what? I got a question for you about gloves. <laughs> uh, because, you know, sometimes they have to make sneakers, right, that are like size 20s, right? Do you guys ever have to make six-fingered gloves?
16: I have that not a seen a six-fingered glove. Yeah, some people have I, extra I, digits. Yeah, I have seen a custom glove for yeah. uh, for a disfigurement. Okay. okay, okay, but no, I haven't. I haven't seen six. Who fingers. Makes the gloves for watch. Who makes the gloves for Mickey Mouse? Uh, you know what?
0: There was. Listen, I don't know. I, we're joking. Yes. But, but there was a guy that killed my father. What? And he had a six-finger... you oh ever my, find him? Oh my gosh. I told him that he was to, needed to prepare to die. Yes. Wow. Yeah, and yeah. so it happened. It was a it, lifelong search. It definitely
4: happened. I guess if he had six fingers, you would just wear mittens, right? Probably. Yeah. I mean, no, if I we're thinking know. logically yes. on this issue. Oh, my
0: God. Right. So anyhow... Uh, Where are you guys located? Where's the home base for you?
16: So we're in uh, Red Hill, Pennsylvania, which Ah. is like the northwest corner of Montgomery County. Actually, I don't live too far from Red Hill. Uh, It's kind of near Green Lane up that way. Green Lane, Pennsburg. So that's where our headquarters is. We have uh, nine warehouses uh, nationwide, but we're uh, based out of Red Hill, Pennsylvania.
3: All right. Very
16: cool. And you guys came by
0: to. I know that you are supplying our volunteers
16: with gloves, correct? Yes. So we are a... uh, Full line PPE distributor, ah. head to toe safety equipment selling into industry. Um, so yeah, we brought some gloves. Um, I, we may have brought some face masks by as well. Um, was that was that how you started, uh, or did you pivot during COVID to add all of that to your
3: product
12: line?
16: No, we were always a uh, PPE distributor. Really? So it was a really interesting year and a half for us. I yeah. mean, everything it went from being you know a really stable business sure. to suddenly changing overnight. Well, I mean, listen, the, the amount of demand is just incredible, but you know we're we're nimble enough to be able to adjust. Well, kudos to you, out. yeah, and to, and to be able to do that because if you want to talk about essential, <laughs> that stuff over the past year,
3: eighteen months, nineteen months, it's been you know uh, critical. So so yeah, I'm, I'm glad you guys are around doing that. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, and you're here to make a donation this morning too.
16: Yeah, so we're here to donate uh, twenty thousand pounds of food. Whoa. Yeah, wow. huge. Oh my goodness! That's thank a, you so that's much. Excellent. Uh, and by the way, do I understand
0: who's who has the check behind you here?
16: This is uh, Diane. This is Diane. This is Diane. She put the whole thing together for us here, so she was critical in, in uh, getting us here. And I I believe she actually uh, got a tattoo live on your show maybe uh, fifteen Diane. years ago. Uh, she did has you? A, a President
0: Steve tattoo. Oh my God! All right, Diane, come over here. We gotta we gotta <laughs> find out what tattoo you have. Uh, thank you, by the way, Diane. And, and you're. Uh, You're another owner of the company as well?
17: I am not. I am the marketing communications manager. Okay, Well, you're
3: our favorite marketing communications
0: (laughs)
17: manager.
3: What is your tattoo and where is it?
17: Um, I got Edgar Allan Poe, Uh and it was with Bob Dodge and Gibby. Nice. Ah. Give Oh
0: man. Excellent. Well, uh thank you for being a part of this donation. 20,000 pounds of food. That is outstanding.
17: 10
16: tons of food. Yeah, you guys are awesome. If you do the math. Yeah, we are just really excited to be a part of this uh this cause here that you guys are doing. <clears throat> so, you well, know, in times like these, it's, you know, you it's it's really important I think to step up and try to contribute and give back. Well, that you donate for the people who are out and the people donate their time
3: to collect the food, to help them out, to help out the people in general. Now, you're you're you cannot skip a year from here on to the rest of <laughs> Eternity, You're part of the camp out for hunger. <laughs> I just I, committed you. Yeah, hopefully okay. we'll be
6: back next year. <laughs> I hate to circle back, but are you guys aware of a, guy, a football player named J.J. Weaver? He plays for the University of Kentucky. You should familiarize yourself with him because he has six fingers oh, and has, okay. has customized gloves made for him to, in order to play for University of Kentucky. Okay, well, he
16: should he should come to us, and we'll see if we can put together some uh, work gloves go. for him. There you, there you go. go. Your, your spokesperson. Person.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. And you may want to leave the stage now because I did it again. I apologize. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Brandon. Thank you very much. We love you. Thank you from uh, Stafford's. Yes. Isn't that great? It's awesome. Gloves and Diane with the uh, Preston did and Did they Steve. make gas? Masks. tattoo we need to we need preston and steve gas mask i apologize
7: Ooh,
3: <laughs> preston has been wrangling with a whole bunch of health issues yeah. and uh i commend you for soldiering on it and I, it's tough. tough i know when it's happening i have a pain first and yeah. then and, and then, 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 then it happens so you and then know. you smoke a cigarette <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> i definitely need to do it
4: all right so question mike kerr
0: yeah not uh he has not dialed in yet what oh okay yeah. Uh, well, that means we have a little time to kill, right? Yes, we do. All right. Um, do you
18: like that little surprise I had for you, Preston? Yes, Marissa Ooh. said
0: there was some kind of a surprise for me, and I don't know. I, I... hope it's a butt plug. She said, <laughs> she said I was gonna like it, uh-huh. uh, but we'll find out. Hi, who are you? Hi, I'm
17: uh, Carrie, Ames. I'm from Carrie Ames. Carrie Ames,
0: yes. Nice to meet you, Carrie Ames. And Marissa said you had something here.
17: I, I do. What is I it? I have a uh, Rush Canadian
0: beer. Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) No
3: way. And a legitimate Rush Canadian beer. Rush
0: (laughs) partnered with, it's Getty and Alex. They partnered with a brewery in Canada to make a beer. Where did you get that?
17: So a friend of mine's daughter goes to school. Back, and he was able to bring some home. So I talked him into giving me one specially for you. He's oh, a huge crush that's, as well.
3: That's so
0: <laughs> Thank kind. you so much, Carrie.
17: You're that welcome.
3: is the best. I appreciate
0: that. <laughs> <Yeah.
17: You're welcome. laughs> the
4: question is, Preston, do you do you drink it or do you... I don't know. So you, you absolutely drink it and then you can you clean can. the can out yeah. and then you can present the can, you know, put I, it in a shadow box or something. I you know. think
0: that's the way to go because, yeah. you know what, we have, like, we... <laughs> My wife would hang on, would hang onto these commemorative uh, beer cans and things like that, and we kept them full for the longest time. And they just sit around and they do nothing, and they're right. full.
4: You know what, man? What? You don't happen to have like a like a Budweiser beer stein, do you? Uh- <laughs> I have a couple of. Okay, them. yeah, maybe drink one. <laughs> oh, perfect,
3: right. yeah. Drink yeah. When, out of that. One of those signs, and by the way, you love to collect those, don't you? I think I have like twenty-five of them. Oh, by the way, okay. so uh, <clears throat> yes, I. When someone assumes that you're into something and gives you with them, and, and you're like, my my brother-in-law thought we were into those collectible snow babies. Yeah. We never were. Ah, Uh, and um, in fact, I don't like them. Well, uh, we would get them, and and you don't want to say, "Hey, I know," and then I hate these. Then you're being nice, saying right, and and even if they ask and go, "Do you
4: want us
8: to keep giving them to you?" Sure,
3: sure,
4: sure. Just give me a hammer when you give me the next one. Right. So, hey, by the way, speaking of gifts, uh, Craig Lagans is here, and he just gifted me something that is awesome. And I don't know if you just heard this yesterday and, and acted this quickly. But, dude, he just got me
0: this. What did he get you? It's a shirt, and it says Bob's Country Bunker on it. Casey just watched the uh, Blues Brothers for the first time while we were in Chicago. So that's pretty awesome. And
3: look what Craig got me, Preston. Uh, Oh, my God. A
0: double deuce bar and grill shirt. Nice. What would you
3: get the rest of us? You got one for
0: me? All right, Marissa, bring it up here. Craig Legans, by the way. Wanted me to mention a uh, talent show that's coming up for special needs kids. He has an event. It is this weekend. uh, And it's for kids ages 5 to 21 for Autism Wings, a nonprofit organization Uh started by his cousin Angela Whittington Walden. That's awesome. And so it is a – Craig, uh, what's the show all about this weekend?
13: Uh, It's called – it's the Autism Wings Talent Show. It's for uh, any children or student uh, from between 5 and 21 – who's uh, autistic or on the uh, spectrum of autism. We're looking for any, uh, we have some acts here, but if anyone wants to volunteer, if anyone knows of any children with uh, autism or special needs who wants to show off their talent, it's at uh, this Saturday oh. at Plymouth-White Marsh Township High School Auditorium. Uh, for any, for to sign up or to get tickets, they're only 10 bucks. It's at uh, aut- go to Autism. Wings One word, dot .org.
0: Okay, so they're going to be performing. The, peop- yes. the people who have autism between 5 and 21 can yeah. come and do uh, p- participate in and this.
3: talent.
13: Yes. Show. And awesome. you're hosting it. And I'm hosting, That's yes. That's
0: great.
3: And by the way, yeah. Craig is a great host and puts together a, a great, great great charity events. I've attended a few of the things you've done. They're awesome, so that'll be a good time. Uh,
0: where is it autismwings.org yeah. to get tickets and to sign up? Yes,
13: autismwings.org. It started by my cousin Angela, and uh, my nephew, Regent, is one of the... Uh, participants in the talent show so if you know of anyone uh with special needs or just if you want to come out and see a great show of amazingly talented children please come this saturday one o'clock at uh, plymouth white marsh township high school nice and uh, i wanted to it's the first time i've seen you guys in two years wow yeah so i came bearing gifts even uh, so preston if you want to check out your shirt My
7: shirt says,
0: uh, tell your old man to drag Walton and Lanier up and down the court for
7: 48 minutes. (laughs) That is
3: great.
0: That's from Airplane.
13: And uh, Nick, because of your fast food background. I got a McDowell's t-shirt over the Big Mick,
6: which
3: is
13: fantastic. Thank you, Craig.
3: Thank you. I
4: missed
13: you. And Kathy, because you do traffic. Callahan Auto Parts.
4: Oh, that's beautiful.
12: Thank you so much. Craig, you're the best. We appreciate it. You guys are the best. You're Hall of
13: Famers, so you don't need me to tell you that. But uh, Thank you for what you do every year. It's an honor to be here every year and uh, appreciate it. To, to see you guys and uh, keep up the good work. Thanks, you?
7: Absolutely. Uh,
0: by the way, speaking of, uh, you know, since we're going to talk about some stuff here, we have a little bit of time and things kind of returning to normal. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is going to be back to the normal format this oh, wow. year. Uh, after the much uh, reduced version last year, uh, and I believe we have Matt O'Donnell on yesterday, and the six ABC parade is going to be on the Parkway again,
3: it, and it should be. If you're going to fill up the the, the sports stadiums with people, there's no reason not to have the uh, you know the, the full parade. It was my first time uh, speaking of witch in, in the Wells Fargo Center last night, and you got We're to in, watch a win, and I got to watch a yeah, win. But yeah.
6: uh, we hadn't I hadn't been inside that building since the sorority oh. event that we did for the Flyers yeah. a year and a half ago, or whatever that was. It was really cool being back in the building. It, it's a
3: great. vibe. Preston was not like great to be there. And yeah. Everybody just looking forward to a great time. Yeah, we had a really good time last night. I'm hearing some feedback. I don't know oh, what that that's is. That's my Geiger counter. I'm sorry. Is that what that is?
0: I don't know what that is. I don't know what, uh, what that is. Uh, all right. Anyway. Okay. So, uh,
4: sorry. I'm, go ahead. Sorry.
7: That's
0: uh, okay. Uh, so, the 6ABC uh, parade is, is
4: coming up. This uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade is going to be happening. Yes, Casey? I just need to vent. Our mime cast is, what is, uh, is why Mike Kerr from Royal Blood can't... Uh, are you kidding? kidding? Okay,
0: so that's our—that's part of our email uh, system that doesn't allow
4: uh, certain things through. Why is that affecting oh, no. somebody in England? I don't That's know. That's not on our email system. Oh, yeah. Oh,
2: I had a whole issue before we left for Chicago. I mm-hmm. couldn't get email, and yeah,
4: it was okay.
0: fun. Okay. All right. Well, Casey, as we are chatting here, is trying to work out some problems, so uh, uh, kind of...
4: Sorry about that. No, was, it's all good. Was he not...
3: needed to vent. Was that feedback Mike Cord trying to
4: breach the electronic wall? <laughs> Hopefully. I think he might actually be connected. I'm going to go check. All right. Okay. We'll all see right. if that work ends up that. happening.
0: Uh, but anyway, have you guys... Have you ever done the the 6ABC parade No. No, I watch it it every year. But, I mean, go to it. No. I went for the first time a few years ago. Carter was uh, part of the, you know, on the Art Museum steps, doing one of those dance routines. Uh, And I didn't realize how cool that actually is to be a part of. If you don't mind getting up early and it's cold and going outside... It was really cool,
3: man. I, I love to see that event. I mean, yeah. it, and, and they, they it's a damn good par- I Listen, yeah. a lot of people dismiss parades, but they throw a lot into it. It's well worth seeing. Uh, and it's definitely
0: easier than traveling up to New York for the Macy's Day Parade.
3: So I saw that one. I've seen that one a couple of years when I was a kid. My parents would take me to see that, you know. And, and uh, But uh, no, you couldn't pay me.
0: Uh, so some of the new uh, balloons they're going to have this year are Pokemon characters. Uh, let's see, performers include... Uh, Carrie Underwood, Jamie Allen, Kelly Rowland, uh, Rob Thomas, Kristen Chenoweth, uh, and a few others. So that is going to end up happening.
3: They all lip sync. There's no, uh, does anyone yeah. ever perform live? Um, Most of the ones I see are lip syncing. Yeah. It's impossible
0: to the mic them. So, uh, what? All right, so Casey just walked back onto the stage. He's throwing a thumbs up. Uh, and what does that mean?
4: So it just means that we are connected with Mike Kerr from Royal Blood. And he's in England? He's in England. Very cool. That's a whole other country. <laughs> it is. Uh, but it's the second time in a uh, year in a row joining us at the Camp Out for Hunger. Which yes. Is awesome. All right.
0: So am I officially introducing him now? I think so. Uh, the band Royal Blood. We love these guys. They actually, we have a we have a cool connection with them because uh, their first ever live radio appearance in the United States took place in our studio uh, and uh, Mike and Ben came by and just tore it up. Yeah. Uh, we had a stripper with a snake in there at the time. <laughs> oh, we did. they, they were became the, the best of friends. I'll never forget it. So can I introduce him? Yeah. I believe, ladies and gentlemen, we have Mike Kerr from Royal Blind. Yay. Hey! My
19: friends, hey. how are
0: you? I will be amazed if I hear his voice in a moment. Right. Uh, Mike, can you hear me?
19: I can hear you loud oh, and yes,
0: right. nice, beautiful. Thanks for joining us again, Mike. We appreciate it. Are you uh, you checking in from home today?
19: I am checking in from New York.
0: Oh, you are oh. stateside. So it shows how much we know. We know. We know absolutely oh, we know. nothing. Uh, what are you doing in the U.S.?
19: I'm enjoying it. I
0: love it. Here. <laughs> so strictly just uh, just personal, nothing uh, nothing
19: business. I'm living the American dream, guys.
3: We suspected as much. We just didn't want to presume that. You seem like you are savoring all that is American. But are, you're not re- recording, or, or this is actually just a—you're on holiday, or what? What is the uh, reason for being here?
19: My girlfriend lives here, um, but I, I've also—I've brought the bass with me. I'm working on some new tunes. It's going really well.
0: Wow, good for you, man. That's cool. When you uh, when you're working on music, do you? Uh, do you men uh, coordinate, uh, or do you kind of just put your ideas together and then eventually meet up and, and, uh, and work on it then, or, or do you uh, piece these things together as they go along?
19: We, um, we stay in full communication huh? the whole way through the process. So, yeah, we're, we're at the early stages at the minute of just throwing things back and forth and uh, keeping it simple. Lots of voice notes and uh, late-light voice notes and acoustic guitars.
0: And is he, uh, is he in England? He is in England. Uh, you know what? I have to mention that he uh, was in a very cool documentary. I don't know yeah. if you had a chance to see it called Count Me In about drummers.
19: How good was that?
0: Yeah. It was great. That I love that he was featured because um, uh, he is very um, – the way he plays is very defined. Like he is, he is very intent. He, he adds – he's very musical drummer. Uh, he doesn't try to overdo things. He picks the right moments and puts in some flash when it's appropriate, uh, but he doesn't overpower – uh, what you're bringing on uh, the bass uh, to make it uh, a perfect package. So I thought that was that was really cool that he was featured in that.
19: Yeah, well they say you're only as good as the drummer, which is why I'm here talking to you today.
3: <laughs> well, you have you have limited options. It's just you guys. So yeah, you've got to uh, got to rise to the challenge. It's great to hear other drummers and just other people laud you guys for what you achieve on stage. And uh, you know, it, it is it is an amazing thing. After the initial sort of wow. Those guys are creating that sound. now that that's passed, do you feel that, you know, it's now just the music for the music and it's it's less the, um, the, the sort of, hey, this is something different?
19: I think from the very beginning of the band, the uh, the novelty of there only being two of us, that was almost lost on us immediately. Right. And we almost forgot that that was a kind of um, an attraction we were just so focused on the songwriting and making sure we were walking out on stage with songs that were good enough that I think by the time we did come out, we were like, oh, people are really like fascinated by this two piece thing.
7: Yeah.
19: Whereas I think our, our mind is always focused on the song. We're, we, we love a good pop song, ultimately. Um, and um, that's, yeah, that remains our, our focus really in our, our goal is to write great songs.
0: Mike, when, you, when you're when working on the songs, or let me, let me ask more specifically, when the songs that you're working on now, um you try to find uh, themes that thread them together, or is it just each one is its own individual uh, piece of art?
19: I am, um, in my limited experience, I find that the themes really tend to present themselves. Um, I think, particularly like making this last record that we just have, um, it, re- it wasn't really until halfway through the process where I realised what I was saying, what I was writing about. And that's always a great moment in, in, in making a record because it, um, it gives you some limitations and it gives you some direction. I always feel like the beginning stage is... Um, it's like fishing in the dark, you know. You 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 don't really know what you're going for. Huh. You just have to be open to whatever it is that's going to come your way.
3: I, I would have guess, been, because ahead. everybody's
0: got their own right. uh, their own system on how they do it, and yours appears to be more orga- organic. It just starts to come out of you, and then later on, you interpret what you've done.
19: Exactly. Yeah. Huh.
3: I want to ask you this person did bring up the documentary. Um, yeah, count me in. Uh, do we love? rock documentaries. We love, like, the Eagles documentary. Now, Peter Jackson has the new Beatles um, uh, documentary coming out. You know, we're all very excited for it. Do you, as a musician, get into that? Is that something that you're fascinated by as well?
19: Yeah, I mean, we're just fascinated by the the rock and roll story and the the history of where the music we play comes from. Um, And, you know... We've been so lucky um from very early on of our career being able to play with with legendary bands you know who are part of the this small world that is now rock and roll um and um so yeah any any documentaries like that i'm 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 always fascinated by
0: speaking of uh, legendary bands working with uh when you guys first surfaced uh one of the bands that uh embraced you and wanted uh, to get you out in front of people was uh foo fighters uh, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, just this past weekend. Do you and uh, Dave stay in touch? Uh, I mean, he's a he's a popular... He and him, Paul McCartney are buddies and everything, so uh, are you guys in contact with each other from time to time?
19: I'm not on the WhatsApp group, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> Son of a bitch.
7: <laughs> no. Hey, I,
19: but... um, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I, I honestly had nothing to say. <laughs> I wanted
4: to ask, because uh, we, we have to wrap up in a second, but uh, when we talked to you last year, you were, uh, you were doing stuff with uh, Wim Hof, and I wanted to know if you were still doing that cold water stuff.
19: Oh, yeah. You know what? I, I've been wondering. I'm, I'm such a tourist in New York. <laughs> I uh, was saying to my friends the other day, I was like, so can I just jump in the Hudson? And everyone no, was like, no, no,
3: <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> <laughs>
19: Yeah. So, env- so fresh, everyone was like, "Please don't do that." So, uh, <laughs> find a safe location. So, if anyone knows where you can go cold water swimming in New York.
3: Yeah, I think uh, your your safest location would be going back to England and uh, and doing that. <laughs> now you
19: might uh, find in a upstate, quarry.
4: Upstate New yeah, York, yeah. You yeah. find, like, Dutch Springs Quarry or something like that. Oh, yeah, like yeah. That. we got right, some yeah.
3: cold water you can come down
0: and hit with us here. Uh, listen, unfortunately, we we do have to wrap, but, uh, Mike, we appreciate it. You've, you've, you really have supported this event, the Camp Out for Hunger, feeding the, hung- uh, the hungry here in our region. Uh, And uh, we love our connection uh, with you and Ben and are looking forward to If you could give us an idea of any idea of this new music you're working out. Do you have a a projected time frame when we might be hearing new music from Royal Blood?
19: I have no idea (laughs) what I'm doing. (laughs) All I I can say is that I'm I'm having a lot of fun making music. And um, that's always a good thing. That's always a good thing for us.
0: Well, you having fun makes us have fun because it's great music, so we appreciate that. Thanks for coming on, Mike. We, uh, we, we'll talk to you again down the road, okay? See you. Take care. Take care. Yeah. Uh, Mike Kerr from Royal Blood, great band, super nice guy, incredibly yeah. talented. Absolutely. Which is really cool. Now we got to jump over to another one, correct? Yes. Yep. Okay. Our next guest is actually in Philadelphia, co-hosting Fox Good Day today, by the way. And we would like to welcome Mr. Nick Cannon to the show. Yeah!
14: Yeah.
0: Nick, via Zoom, are you there, Nick? Yep. Hey! I can see you, Nick. Can you hear me? He's smiling. He's
3: talking. talking.
7: We're not hearing anything. He's He's
0: got a a cool scarf. Now I hear you, Nick. Are you there, buddy? Like my scarf. Yeah! Yeah. Uh, hey man, when'd you get into uh, Philly? You've been here for a couple days,
15: man. Really? I mean, uh, to me, Philly's just a drive from. I live in Jersey, so it ain't that. Uh, it ain't that bad
3: of a drive. I didn't know that. So you're you're, you're right, right up in in Jersey. Uh, well, can you give us an exact address, Nick? Or no, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Google it. Google it. You're,
0: it's not hard to find. That's it's hard. always
15: people outside my house. So <laughs> clearly.
0: It's easy to get-to. Nick, you, you are one of the busiest guys working today. How many projects are you working on right now, man? Man, uh, I don't even
15: think of it like that. I think of it as all one job. I mean, it's my job to wake up each and every day and to be the most creative entertainer I can possibly be. And I, I see it as a blessing. So I don't know. Every time somebody calls, I say yes.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that, you know what? There There is a mindset, and I know that you've done comedy, and I did stand-up you know years ago and you just say yeah uh, well, yeah I'll be there yeah I'll be there and and if that's your training early on you almost find it against your DNA to turn down any gig have you have you developed ha- have you developed at least the ability to to manage your time and turn down something now and then or is it just open season
15: it all depends i mean obviously cuz then i'm i'm a father of many so <laughs> yeah. I, I i put my kids first uh if it interferes with any time that i get to spend with them I, I usually you know that's when i'm when i start to say no
3: you you started um uh, obviously you know uh from nickelodeon and and all that and and you you moved up and you've had so many shows the 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 masked singer you're executive producer of the masked singer are you not I am. I am. And was Thanks he, for reading the credits at the end of the show. Yeah. And so and so did, were you responsible? Because that was a hit over, I believe, in South Korea. And 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 did you were you responsible for porting it over here to the States?
15: I would love to take full credit of that. So but I'm, I can only take partial credit for that, because what happened was, you know, obviously I was, you know, pro, I was co-executive producer. Uh <laughs> of America's Got Talent and left that show. And then, so when I went over to Fox, uh, they were like, what do you want to do next? And I was like, well, what do you guys got? And from that, I got to pick from a bunch of just different projects. And that was the one that kind of struck my fancy uh, because I had... Uh, awareness of how big it was overseas. And I was like, yo, all I got to do is put my spin on it over here. Oh, yeah, this will work in America. And the rest is history.
3: You know, it's funny because when that first came on, I mean, we were just like this. What is this ridiculous thing? There's no way this is going to work. Well, you, you proved us completely wrong. And uh, <laughs> it, it's huge. Have you always had a knack? For looking at something, because your track record's pretty freaking good, of just saying, nah, I think this is going to work, and be right about it?
15: When everyone else zigs, I zag. I think that's kind of always been the MO of my career. So when it seems a little bit zany or people don't get it, I usually be like, all right, that's the thing that's probably going to be best for me. Because when I try to do what everyone else does, it never works. So it's just if I can have fun with it, if it entertains me and makes me laugh, I usually just trust my gut on it so,
3: so now you have your own talk show as well and and, and uh the uh, you know that it's on during the day here on on uh, fox 29. and uh you uh, the set is pretty cool. I was trying to tell these guys about it. It looks like a like sort of like a foot locker or you know you got this whole sort of <laughs> yeah, it, it, explain what you're doing with it because I think it's kind of cool.
15: Yeah, I think really the, the vibe is like we come from Harlem each and every day, and it's almost like a Harlem loft in that in that sense of like, this is what the inside of my brownstone would look like, so in that sense, be right behind me is where I keep all my shoes. You know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a shoe guy, so I have like this shoe wall that, you know, almost on my Mr. Rogers, like I jump anytime during the day, I might switch a pair of shoes up, take my coat off, put on a cardigan, you never know, so yeah. it's just, it, it kind of has has that whole feel to
3: it. Alright, can you give us a count, how many shoes, and uh, you know, us it doesn't have to be exact. Give us a rough estimate. Yeah, on
15: that shoe, all I'm doing. I'm horrible at math. I mean, it's this, just, it's just a row stacked of four <laughs> up, and then probably maybe. Man, how many is? It? It's, it's, I think it's about ten across. So maybe like forty shoes. You know? all, right. all right,
4: forty pairs. Right. Right. It's funny. I was at the Sixers game last night, and I was nobody said anything about my shoes. I was wearing uh, Jordan Retro threes. I could have sworn somebody would have been like hey nice kicks not one compliment on my shoes <laughs> i was so disappointed which jordan retro threes though were they the the, the classics or were they i don't know <laughs> not not classics no they uh they're black white gray with a little bit of suede on top uh it has like a some some gold around the uh, the top where the shoelace goes through really oh, okay and, and so i actually checked it so these things appreciate in value I bought them for I don't even a hundred and some odd dollars, and they're like worth three hundred dollars now. And then my Flyknit uh, okay. Retro Fours, they also appreciated in value as well. I had no idea about this stuff, so you got to like definitely take care of your shoes if you, you know, if you're going to invest in them.
15: It's the culture. You, they call it, you got to get two pair of each. You one to rock and one to stock.
4: <laughs> right.
3: One to rock and one to stock. Oh, I love I like that. that. No,
4: it's true because yeah. I was up uh, at the shoe place in, uh, like, North Philly on Gerard Avenue, and I was talking to these guys about it. And, like, not only, like, these guys, they, they know people, right? So, like, when a, a shoe is going to go... Uh, on sale, like he has somebody who works at the shoe store who sets some aside for him, you know. Like it's it's it, this is no joke. And uh, He's also, my that culture, yeah, yeah.
15: the, the, the sh- culture, the, the, the especially the sports apparel stuff. Like I used I used to come down here just to get shoes and jerseys and all of that stuff. Really,
4: yeah. And then uh, my buddy's son, who I think is a, either freshman or sophomore in high school. That's his job now, right? He was able to, you know, as a, as a kid, I think he, like, mowed a few lawns or something like that, bought a pair of sneakers, sold them on the secondary market, was able to buy, you know. And so, like, as a 15-year-old boy, that's his job now is buying and selling sneakers. No joke. It's the young stock market.
7: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, real quick, and I know we got to wrap here in just a second, but, uh, uh, Nick, we are doing our, our Camp Out for Hunger charity food drive, and you were actually at this event Nineteen years ago when you were promoting Drumline, they brought you by and we were yeah. we used to be outside in this parking lot like yeah. we had nothing. Now we've got this amazing tent and carnival rides and all this stuff. So we've been doing it uh, for that long for actually that was probably our third or fourth year that we've yeah, done it. Yeah. Uh but, Congratulations. No, thank you man. I appreciate it. Well it's all for the greater good and we you know we raise food for uh people that are hungry in the in the Delaware Valley. But I remember uh because I had you play a paradiddle on the uh on, on our uh, countertop when you came by oh, nice. and you you nailed it. Do you have you ever when's the last time you picked up a pair of sticks, man?
15: I mean, I'm a musician, so I'm, I, you know, I got a couple of drum sets in my house. And Very stuff, good. But I'm still, like, I'm, I'm trying to teach my sons how to drum, and I just realize how horrible I've gotten
7: over years. <laughs> <time.
0: laughs> Takes practice, man. You got to stick with it, definitely. Yeah. All right, so you're, on, you're co-hosting on uh, Good Day uh, today on Fox 29, so we'll make sure people are checking that out and to check your show out on Fox 29 as well. Uh, but it's great to see you, man. We appreciate you popping on this morning. Good luck with everything.
15: Likewise, and great things that you guys continue to do out there for the community, man. We appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Nick Cannon,
0: everybody. Love it. (laughs) In fact... I think I saw Jen Frederick here just a moment ago. You did see Jen Frederick. Yes. From uh, Fox 29. All right. Well, with that, we got it. Wow, we should have taken a break like 10, 15 minutes ago. We need to take a break and come back in a moment. I do want to mention real quick our uh, hourly spotlight. Uh, This hour is sponsored by Stoffer Glove and Safety, premier distributor of Honeywell Safety Products. We're going to come back with more of the Camp Out for Hunger on
9: MMR. City 6 Pop Shot Challenge coming up. We'll be back. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. It's fancy. No, it's, it's not fancy.
0: Stevensinger.com.
20: Why talk on the phone? Just text MMR at 39333. Send requests, comments, or text songs for what we're playing 24-7.
13: The MMR short
9: code.
17: Always open. Never busy. 39333. 39333.
9: Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, listen, before we
0: get to the bizarre File, we would like to welcome some gentlemen to our tent, our studio, I almost said. It's kind of a studio, but nonetheless. Uh, And they are here to make a donation, and we've had these guys on many times throughout the years. First, we want to welcome our good friend from uh, Penn Beer. John Dorenzi is here. Chances are, you drink beer in Philadelphia, you know John (laughs) Dorenzi. We also want to welcome, from Families Behind the Badge, Children's Foundation, and the Bend to the Shore event, Mr. Mark O'Connor. Good to see you, Mark. Good morning. And also, President of the Philadelphia Fraternal Order of Police, Mr. John Mcnesby, yeah. is here as
4: well. Good to see you, John. Good to see you. Man. All right, so uh, Casey, been to the shore this year was huge, of course. Yeah, and and um, I think you know early on there was a concern, there was a worry that we were like behind our our pace, right? And uh, you, I think the goal is to either hit or eclipse one million dollars raised and so we definitely put on a big push as a you know an entire community of thousands of riders we put on the, the big push and we were able to eclipse that ride uh, or, or that 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 goal of a million dollars and uh,
5: 1.2 million 1. $1. 1.2
4: million dollars raised and that all goes to the families behind the badge children foundation yeah and, and, and you know
5: guys listen i mean first of all congratulations on you guys on your hall of fame oh thank unbelievable you. great awesome. stuff uh and you you know, we we have to sit here and say thank you to you guys for helping promote the ride, uh, but also Casey. I mean, you know, the Rock and Rollers started out eight years ago. Casey had a couple guys do it, raise some money. It was great, right? This year he had 153 riders wow. and, and raised over 53 thousand dollars for yeah. the ride. Well, John, you know, you know? The,
3: the thing is, is that um, uh, the, the whole. Um, time. Casey is totally invested in it. He's producing the show. He's doing everything peripherally but, I'll, you know, I'll see him, and I'll see him, you know, a little bit of hand-wringing what's going on, and I know he's prepping and getting... A couple of F-bombs here and, and there. Oh, he never gets annoyed <laughs> yeah, or frustrated no. at no. all no. while he's
4: Listen, that stuff. Listen, logistically speaking, and I'm only, you know, uh, worried about a hundred and some odd riders. You guys are over there worried about thousands of riders, and I'm just like, I I can't do this! <laughs> I can't do it! Uh, but, um, so here's the deal. I um, was trying to raise as much money as I possibly could, and I end up putting a couple of half-naked pictures up on the internet, uh, you know, to maybe sex sales. Yeah, sex sales. Yeah. This was used as a threat. And I said, yeah. I said, if I raise $10,000, I will never post a naked picture again. <laughs> I only raised $8,300, so oh. they're coming again next yeah. year. That's wow. that's the yeah. problem for being
0: so
3: sexy. Yes, yeah. that's right. Uh, yeah,
0: but yeah. with the success of that, um, uh, you guys are, are here as well to uh, to continue the giving, and uh, we appreciate that. And, and uh, John, and, and uh, you guys have all uh, John and John and Mark, there's a couple Johns here, yeah. uh, have always helped out with the Camp Out for Hunger. So we appreciate that as well.
21: Yeah, it's our pleasure to be here. And by the way, we give an award every year. And this year we gave our award for leadership leading the way. We call it the Yellow Jersey Award from the from the Tour de France. And this year our award winner was Casey.
7: Yay!
21: Well deserved. Congratulations. Yeah.
4: Thank you. And uh, so our team, the Rock and Rollers, we came in third place as uh, far as uh, fundraising was concerned. Wheels of Justice. I, uh, years ago I thought they were that was an unattainable goal they were unbeatable uh, we are on their heels the Jim Thorpers yep. they sandbagged us this year <laughs> by the way they uh, they uh, ended up having like a couple of big donations come by a little bit later on in the fundraising but so they they came in second and then we were right behind them in third it's a good, good group to be in it is a great group to be in and like I said to anybody that's on the Thorpers or the Wheels of justice they have to pay for their jerseys my jerseys are free so, mm, so there you go. all the money's going to the same place why not come on to my team, it, uh, WMMR <laughs> yeah. Rock and Rollers, and get a free jersey. There you go. Nice. Mr. McNesby,
10: are you on one of these bike teams? I am not. I am just a beneficiary of, of everything. Ah. But, hey, listen, we ha- what this organization does, I mean, we just had two officers shot in the last month. Yeah. Uh, one of them is in really bad shape, and uh, what their donations to us, uh, we're able to redo his basement. He can't come upstairs. We're able to put a bathroom down there for him. A lot of that stuff people do not see. A lot of that stuff the city does not take care of. Mark O'Connor and the uh, Children's Foundation uh, do a great job with that. And they were a great partnerships. So. Well, John,
3: we talked about this before about how, you know, a lot of times you, you've. The people who just get it done—the people on, on you know, the, the grassroots right. level—that's behind step the scenes. Up, and yeah, and they're they're the ones who are really the, the the heroes as far as getting this done and taking care of people. And and as you have done over the years in supporting, uh, you know, our endeavors and vice versa, all of you uh, to t- to see this sort of uh, familial sort of thing where we all try to, you know, whether it be through the food or, or helping, you know, the, the survivors and then and, and police and and uh, first responders and everything, and also the community. Let's and, not right. forget about the com- yeah. Police Absolutely. Athletic
4: League after school programs all so, yeah.
3: great
10: yeah great partnership really yeah. is and on behalf of uh, our our officers on the street we're going to bring down a we got a few trucks coming down all week long and an additional check for twenty five hundred nice. oh,
7: oh, excellent right. thank, thank, you thank you so you. much thank you thank you
10: Mark I think you hey guys and,
5: and every
4: we're, year <laughs> oh, oh. every year
5: we uh we donate to the to the camp out in the fill abundance and uh, we've done five thousand dollars this year we're doubling that to 10000
0: oh, $10, dollars.
9: Oh, that's (laughs) confetti-bound.
5: Wow. That's excellent. It's it's so well-deserved, and again, you guys are awesome. Uh, We met the people from Phil Abundance. They're awesome. So we're very, very happy to do this, and we'll continue to do this throughout the years we
3: Thank love it you. we love it uh, we love the friendships that we have with all you guys and all of the uh, the cooperation back and forth it means the world to us and to see you here today is great
4: and I know that I, you know I was talking to mark about this uh, you were you were in in talks with the people from Phil abundance because you wanted to make sure that the money went uh, towards children in need and can you talk a little bit about that
21: yeah and Phil abundance put a, a great program together explaining to us uh, where the money's going to go because children have to be a part of everything we do and uh, they they just do amazing work, a uh, bunch of great people there, com- completely committed. So it's wonderful working with them. And, by the way, you're just under $50,000 cumulative for the eight years you've been involved with us to fill abundance because of your efforts. Nice. Wow. Awesome. wow. Wonderful.
3: Wow.
7: Excellent.
0: I
3: love it. Thank you, guys. We Thank appreciate Yep, And it congratulations pre- on your award. Oh, oh, Thank thanks you John. so much. I appreciate and, it. And, hey,
5: we'll see you guys on Thursday night. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah, Mick Light is Got sponsoring
0: it. our food trucks and fireworks event. So thank you, Mark O'Connor, John Durenzi, John Mcnesby. Let's hear it for yeah. him, guys.
4: Bend to the shore coming up July twenty fourth, twenty twenty two. Join
0: Team <laughs> WMMR. All right, let's do the bizarre file right now, Jason. If you will. Heard...
1: No. WMMR presents Desire. Kristen and Steve's oh Bizarre
7: File.
0: All right, brought to you by Wawa. Wawa and 2SP join Camp Out for Hunger and are Brewing Good for Philadelphia. You can see what's on tap from the brewers on Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. We'll start with this. A Georgia woman shocked that a huge booger in her nose oh, yeah. was actually a bead that had been lodged in there for 20 years. A TikTok video documenting the disgusting discovery has racked over 7, six point million views. Jesus. Hannah Hamilton said, I stared at it in amazement because it was huge and was inside me for 20 years. Oh, Who can God. say that? The revolting phenomenon first came to light after she suffered a sinus infection earlier this year that left her nose completely congested. Hoping to get to the root of the problem, she examined her nostrils with an earwax camera. I actually have one of those. Do dude, you? Or not. Yes. And discovered a blue object lodged in her naysayas. Passage. Fortunately, Hamilton managed to extract it by after examining the object. The memory of the bead flooded back to me, she said. I don't remember much about that time. But my mom was very into arts and crafts so we always had beads and glitter etc around the house and it occurred when she was only 3 years old she said the memory i had is of me standing in front of the linen closet in the kids bathroom and pulling the bead out of a basket in the closet she then popped it into her nose to see if it would fit but couldn't get it back out again Hamilton reportedly didn't even think to tell her mother. I mean, she was only three years old. After the years went on, the blocked-up woman gradually forgot about the incident until about a year ago. Wow. When Hamilton recounted the childhood story to her fiancé. However, at the time, she assumed that it was not a real memory, maybe something she had seen or heard from a show or a book, and it was only that when Hamilton spotted the bead that she realized that it wasn't just in her head, so to speak.
3: Were you ever possessed of that sort of thing as a kid where you stuck stuff up your nose? I never yeah. did.
0: Yeah, did? we did yeah. that. Yeah, we'd, we would, you know, all kinds of weird things just for fun.
3: I was more, I was more into my butt. <laughs> whoa, whoa, I didn't Yay. do that. Oh, wow. yeah! <laughs> Our confetti cannon just went off. The
7: nose cannon
0: Preston. She said, prying it out definitely hurt, but not as much as you'd think. And it was (laughs) only for a few seconds. Once it was out of that between section, I blew as hard as I could. And she got it out and told her fiance. Uh, So 20 years later, I don't know what she's going to do with it. Well, that must be a big relief. Imagine if you you were unaware that that was stuck up there. Oh, my God. Uh, A registered sex offender in Utah has been arrested for greeting young trick-or-treaters in the nude on Sunday night. Listen to this idiot. Provo Jesus. police have identified the suspect as 48-year-old Stephen Kelly Little. Little is a registered sex offender and is currently on probation for lewdness involving a child. Police say that the victims are three children under the age of 14 and five, a oh. uh, 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 14 and five children over the age of 14. All the children involved confirmed that they were visually exposed to the suspect's genitalia. Officers first responded to calls about a lewdness incident when they arrived. Trick or uh, a, a, a trick or treaters father presented a video. Showing Little opening the door for children while completely in the nude. What what a monster. Uh, And and how stupid. Yeah. Like like nobody's going to complain about that. Like you're a registered sex offender. It's my costume. The video shows Little inviting the young children to enter his home. Look, it's chewed gum. Authorities have uh, arrested the suspect and he's admitted to the criminal incident. He's been arrested on two charges including lewdness and lewdness involving a child. He was arrested in a previous conviction back in May 2019 for the same uh, violation. Maybe it's time for this guy to go back to the big house. All right, and then we have time for one more story. Uh, Many parents in Portland received an unwanted surprise when checking their children's bags of candy Halloween night. Pictures of multicolored candy shaped like male genitalia were posted in a Portland community Facebook Jesus. group to warn others. Amy Coleman said, I was just floored. Oh, my goodness, because you don't expect that, but you never know what to expect. Uh, her neighbor discovered the candy in each of her children's bags. She said, I made the post on uh, the HIP Portland because... I just felt like it was the next. It was next door, and it could have been in anyone else's bag. And apparently, there were different styles in some of the bags. Preston,
3: whatever happened to razors?
0: Uh, several right? commented, uh, calling the situation disgusting, sick, or cruel. Uh, Parents believe that it came from a house in the Irish Oaks subdivision, and Coleman said that is our first year trick-or-treating there, and that's probably going to be our last. Uh, Police said that they have not received any official complaints, and therefore they are not currently investigating the incident. Is it possible some sort of Celtic symbol? Uh, Maybe they're overlooking that. All right, and there you go. That's a quick, bizarre file for you. We need to take a break now uh, because coming up, we have a chance for you to experience this live here in our tent, the City 6 Papa shot Championship is going to be taking place. We have the coaches. We've got the pop shot. We're ready to go. We're going to break and be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Camp Out for Hunger. Day number two on MMR. You know, we couldn't do the Camp Out for Hunger without all our sponsors. They make it happen. We couldn't do it without
7: them.
9: 93.3 WMMR. Highlighting our valued partners, the local businesses who donate products and services that help make Camp Out for Hunger happen. Hi, this
11: is Zach with Portable Restroom Company. Portable has been a proud supporter of the Camp Out for Hunger, providing on-site portable restroom services for staff, members, and volunteers for the last two years. Portable is extremely excited to be part of a selfless event like this. This is a great way to start off the holiday season and give back to the community. So thank you, Preston and Steve, for your charitable donation of time and energy to make this event a success for this year and many years to come. Portable Restroom Company is a leading provider of temporary sanitation in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, and the home of the port
1: suite line of luxury restroom trailers for the past 30 years. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger.
20: Find out how you can make a difference at
0: WMMR.com.
1: This message brought to you by DellAutoGroup.com,
9: where Jack really does sell them for less.
0: I think it's uh, time to get this show underway. We're excited. And by the way, this event is brought to you by Xfinity. Xfinity is a proud sponsor of the President Steve Camp Out for Hunger and keep you connected to more of what you love with fast and reliable in-home Wi-Fi. Uh, this event has been going on for years and years. We couldn't believe uh, that Casey was able to pull it together the first year that we did it. It's only grown exponentially over the years. And I think we're ready to fire it up. You ready? Oh, yeah. All right, let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, we are about to begin the Preston and Steve City 6 Papa shot Challenge where we will have six collegiate coaches vying for the one and only Helene Marcanti Cup, which we do have and we will be displaying in just a moment. Yes, yes it's yes. a big deal. You can applaud that. Yeah. It is such a big deal that it has drawn, out of retirement, one of the premier voices in the NBA. He is the broadcast voice (laughs) of your Philadelphia 76ers for ages, ladies and gentlemen,
14: Mark Zuma! Sue, how do you do? I am
22: awesome. This is all I do now is I come out and I do events like this. That's it. That's my job
3: description. We were so honored that you wanted to remain a part of this. Frankly, we wouldn't have let you get out of it anyway. But it's just not the same, would not be the same without you. And seeing you here today is awesome.
22: You are kind. But let me say this. I'm a little bit nervous. Really? Yes, because I have done no play-by-play since I retired. Wow. This will be the first back into the fray. Yes. You only have
3: a quarter of a million hours under your belt. So uh, Right.
22: Yeah. Well, but, you know, I, I, I had to practice. I was here Did in the you? corner. Yes.
0: Okay. Right. So, trade for three, yes! How's that sound? Am I, yeah, am I getting yeah. it? Did I know <laughs> how to do it? Mark, try doing it in Spanish today, because I know you want to no do it. A... <laughs> no
4: oblast. but no oblasts. Right.
0: It's just a challenge that we could throw probably...
4: you. How has,
0: it, it hasn't been very long, but uh, how has retirement been treating you so far? You, you enjoying the pace?
22: Yeah, it's really good. Um, there is life after basketball, after the NBA, after broadcasting. I'm doing some work for my alma mater, Temple University. We have a brand new Claire Smith Sports Media center excellent and we hope to uh uh really do some great things with media sports media education Done some work for the Sixers. You may have seen they rolled out their new uh, City Edition uniforms yesterday. I did some work there. And now I'm here at the Camp Out for Hunger ready for the Papa shot. Let's go!
0: I love it. Uh, We're we're working our way back towards normal. As you can see, a bit smaller crowd this year, but we wanted to have some people in attendance, and a big part of returning to normal is having this event taking place today. Live! Yeah. right. so I think we're ready to get this underway. And I'm handing over the announcing duties to Casey because my voice is shot yes and when we do this one it kills me so i'm gonna <laughs> let him take a run at this Yikes. and i'm excited at
4: uh, how you're gonna do this so you're gonna do great Case. we're
0: gonna roll this out i believe in alphabetical order correct with the schools
4: alphabetical is uh, according to the schools not the names of the coaches all right well are you ready to get started i think so let's begin case Now, in his sixth season with the Drexel Dragons, a native of Morgantown, West Virginia. He played college basketball at Ithaca College after graduating from the Hill School in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. He was previously the head coach at Army. At 45 years old and coming off a 12-8 season with the Dragons from Drexel University, head coach, Zach Spiker!
0: A reminder, real quick, before we go to Zoo, that uh, we do a round with each coach, and then we have the final two to go in a playoff at the very end. But Zoo, let's see how we're doing over here.
22: All right, Coach Spiker. First of all, tell me how the Dragons are going to do this year.
12: Well, we're hoping to uh, fall off on what we did last year in the CAA tournament. We get into the NCAA tournament. Uh, we've got nine guys back. Some veterans, they're all better shooters than I am, so we'll see how this
22: goes. <laughs> now, let me ask you, was there trash talking in the green room? Tell the truth.
3: Coach Donahue is a very confident man. That's <laughs> an <answer. laughs> I worked for five years an assistant at Cornell. I knew what was going to be said before I pulled up to the parking lot today.
22: <laughs> all right, Coach, you ready? Very much so. All right, let's do it. Coach Zach Spiker of Drexel.
0: All right, now, Zoo's going to keep us abreast to the score because from where we are, we have a new unit, by the way, this year. This is a new Papa shot unit that we're using, and uh, you're going to have to tell us what the score is because we can't yep. see yep. it. From no, where I got it right are, here. is right.
4: ready to, uh, how, how
0: many seconds do we get, by We the get way? 30
4: seconds, and 30 the score seconds. is right. on the right
22: side of the apparatus. Got it. All right. I am ready. As Can- soon as, starting in three, two, one, Wait. Go. When the light here changes, goes Coach Spiker, and oh. he's trying to hit the backboard so far. He's 0 for three. Now he finally hits one. I'm looking to see. Oh, now we got 30 seconds. He got a little bit of extra time, but who cares? He's got a great rhythm going here. He's using the backboard. And now I have to tell you we have a moving basket. It is going left to right, right to left. And here goes the coach. He's still going. Wow. He is piling on the score. He's got 20 points with 15 seconds to go. This basket continues to move. He has found a great rhythm going to the backboard. Now he hits the back of the rim. Now a ball goes and scatters away, but here he goes. He's got five more seconds. He's got 33 points. He's got 35. He's got 39, and that'll do it. 42 points for Coach Zach Spiker. He has set the bar high to begin this year's Papa
4: Shot. Damn wow.
0: good. That was very impressive. And
4: Did, by the way, if you score, if you get to that 50 point threshold, you get bonus time. Ooh. So th- I like the new, uh, th- so
3: the, the as you were noticing, the basket does move in and out, and uh, a it moves, bit more just, than obstacle.
0: moves just left to right. Does
3: it as well? Yeah, our,
0: our old one used to go yeah. backwards and forwards, so we changed it up a little bit, which might change the dynamic attack. Uh-huh. And we will see if it's a, uh, uh, a bit of a switch for our reigning champion, Steve Donahue, who will be along
3: in a little bit. Do you think it will benefit, Preston, the coaches who are drunk at this point? It very well <laughs> okay. might.
0: Zoo, by the way, the time doesn't start
3: until that backboard turns white. So got
0: while it's red, it. it doesn't begin. Now, somebody hit the button, and it looks like it's going now. So, Marissa, how much time do we have left on that? We got a moment? we right, good. We're good to go. We're good. We're All right, good. let's
4: bring out the next one, Case. Since 2018, he has been the head coach at LaSalle University. He graduated from Monsignor Bonner High School and went on to graduate from Drexel University in 2004 with a degree in communications. Previously, he was the assistant coach to Jay Wright at Villanova University, currently a resident of Conchahawk Pennsylvania at six foot tall. The head coach from LaSalle, Ashley Howe!
22: All right, I'm here with Coach Howard. And, Coach, tell me the most important thing that Jay Wright taught you while you were an assistant.
4: You know, just attitude, attitude. Right? How you handle adversity, how you handle success. That's what's most important. It's the only thing that you can control in life is, is how you re- react and respond to, to every situation in life. How the Explorers looking this year? Looking good, looking good. We're excited. We have an experienced team with a good mix of some new talent. So looking forward to getting the season started next week. November 9th at Tom Gol Arena versus Sacred Heart.
22: Ashley Howard, are you ready to go?
14: Born ready. All Let's right. do
22: this. <laughs> Let's do this. All right. We got 42 points so far from Coach Zach Spiker of Drexel. Ashley Howard of LaSalle is up. He is ready. Marissa has her hands on the button. As soon as that backboard turns white, we will begin the 30-second countdown. Coach, are you ready? I'm going to count you down. Marissa, are you ready? Oh, there he goes. It turns white, and there he goes. He is also using the backboard. This is a great strategy. However, he's been too hard the last three, four. He finally makes one. He's 10 seconds in. He's got 10 points. He is still using the backboard, and now that back that rim is moving left to right. We have 12 seconds to go. Coach Howard is 18. He's got a good rhythm now. He's got 27. He's got 30. Here he goes. Oh, the crowd is into it with five seconds to go. He's got 33. He's got 39. He's got one second. There he goes, and that'll do it. 42 points to match. Wow. He has 42 points to match Coach Stryker.
12: We got a tie to That's begin.
3: Great. Wow. <laughs> oh, man.
12: You By the like way, that.
0: I haven't even thought of this. We have a multiple tie. If we have a three-way tie or something like that. We're going to have to have... Uh, Sexiest kiss? Yeah. Sexiest <laughs> kiss, yeah. Yeah. who the winner is. Uh, but we'll have multiples in our
3: uh, final round. Yeah. That makes or, more sense.
0: Or if they want to agree on the sex again, yeah. I'm right. open to that. Yes, I know.
3: Whatever makes you a champ.
0: We'll probably get on the news for that, so I don't, I don't yeah. know. All right, ready, Case? Yes, sir. All
4: right, let's do it. He returns for his third season with the St. Joseph's Men's Basketball Program and second as associate head coach. He helps on- with on-court player development and oversees the team's defense. This will be the second season on Hawk Hill for Griffin after previously spending time at his alma mater, Bucknell University. Ladies and gentlemen, associate head coach at St. Joe's, John Griffin the first!
22: You said the third because his dad was a terrific coach back in the day. What's it like to grow up in a basketball family, Coach Griffin? Uh, It's a very competitive environment on a day-to-day basis. Speaking of competitive, how are the Hawks going to be this year? Uh, We have a good group of guys coming back. They've worked hard all summer, so I'm hoping that uh, they'll be ready to play day one on November 9th. Do you think you have more than 42 points in you, though? That was the score for the first two competitors here. I'm hoping so. It's a little pressure, so we'll see how it goes. All right, Coach, let's do it. Here he is, Coach Sean Griffith of St. Joe's. He's right. lining up. We got 30 seconds. Marissa hits the button, waiting for the weight of the backboard. Still waiting. There it is, 30 seconds to go. He is going right to the same strategy the other two coaches used. He is going to the backboard. He is about 7 seconds, and he's got 10 points. Now he hits. There's a piece of plexiglass right above the rim, and he hit that, and it went in. He's about halfway through, and he's got 24 points. He's off to a great start. He's got 11 seconds to go. He's got 30 points. He has gone to the backboard as that rim moves left to right and right to left. He's got 42. He's going to be in the lead. He's got 3 seconds. He's got 48. He's got over 51 seconds to go, and that'll do it. 54 points for Coach John Griffin. Wow.
2: That's why they sent him, Case.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Billy Lange's like, I can't compete. <laughs> wow.
0: Wow. Fifty-four. Damn million. good. That was damn good. All right, well, we have three more to go. We are halfway there. You ready, Case? I'm ready. Let's get our next competitor up and running.
4: Born in Saginaw, Michigan, he was named Mr. Basketball of Michigan in 1987, a 6-foot guard. He played at Temple University alongside future NBA players Aaron McKee and Eddie Jones and was selected by the Denver Nuggets in the first round of the 1991 NBA Draft. Over the course of six seasons in the NBA, he played for the Denver Nuggets and the Detroit Pistons. Ladies and gentlemen, from Temple University, assistant coach Mark Macon!
22: <laughs> Mark Macon, you could play a little bit. Does this get your competitive juices flowing?
3: Not at all. If you're we running, <laughs> not one bit. So much back question. Right.
6: Moving along. <laughs> I'd rather be
22: anywhere else but here. <laughs> hey, how do things look right now on North Broad Street? Look pretty good. Pretty young. You know, we, we we missed a whole year, but we're gonna we're, we're coming up. All right, Coach. You have to get at least. Where you got to succeed. Two others, Zach Spiker and Ashley Howard, who had 42. John Griffin is in the lead with 54. Are you ready to rock? I just want to make two. <laughs> Shoot low. Shoot low. Yes. All right, Coach, let's go. All right. Mark Make is stepping up. He is the fourth of six. Marissa has her hands on the button. Mark it. he's got two balls already in his hand. The button has been pushed and... For oh. it. Here we go. 30 seconds ago, and Mark Macon, he is also going to the backboard like the other competitors. He is five seconds in. He has a ball go awry. Now he's using the backboard steadily. He's got six points. He is 10 seconds in. He's got to get hot here. We need a hot Mark Macon. He's halfway through, and he's got 12 points. Macon going to the backboard. That rim again is moving from side to side. He, unfortunately, continues to miss. Now he's made a couple in a row. He's got 22. He needs a remarkable hot streak here if he can do it. Oh, he's got one second Uh to go, and he waved it off. He was done. 25 points for Coach Mark Macon.
0: 25.
3: Coach, your thoughts after that? Terrible. (laughs) You made two. All right. (laughs) But that was the goal, and you achieved it. Better than two. Better than two. Not bad.
2: He's not coming (laughs) next
0: year. No, he's
3: not. (laughs) I like a man who knows what he wants. We got two more to go. Let's get it rolling. I
4: don't want to win this. <laughs> A native of Morton, Pennsylvania, Delco, and graduate of Our Lady of Perpetual Health Grade School, Cardinal O'Hara High School, and Sinus College. Prior to becoming the head coach at Cornell University, he began his coaching career as an assistant coach at Springfield High School, Monsignor Bonner, Philadelphia University, and then on to the University of Pennsylvania. A four-time and reigning Papa Shot City Six champion, Ladies and gentlemen, Coach Steve Donahue! All
22: right, Coach, we just heard that you're a four-time champion, and you've only competed four other times. You are four for four, is that right?
23: That is correct, Mark. <laughs> and, and- <laughs> but, like, I look at St. Joe's, they have to bring in a Division I player. As a ringer <laughs> to throw up a 54, John Griffin. <laughs> so what is that? Does that count? i
21: <laughs> not afraid of John Griffin, are you? you
23: notice for a good cause and all, but <laughs> a win's a win here, right? Right, right, right <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes.
22: For How the real. Quakers looking this year?
23: Uh, you know what? We're coming off an undefeated season last year. All right.
22: Uh, well, Which means they didn't play at all. <laughs>
23: <Wow>. <laughs> uh, but no, we're excited like, uh, like all of us. I tell you what, I forget all the nervous energy that you have one week before your game it all sounds good in the summer yeah we're playing florida state all excited a week before the game you're a little different yeah but yeah we're, we're really fired up
22: coach are you ready i am ready all oh. right here he comes all right, university this... of pennsylvania head coach steve Donahue. griffin in the lead with 54 two others spiker and howard with 42 so the coach here has to be 42 are you ready marissa has her hand on the button, it's been pushed, waiting for the weight of the backboard.
3: And Where is it? And <laughs> uh...
22: Here we go, 30 seconds to go, going right to the backboard, as did the other competitors as well. Here goes Coach Donahue. He's got six, about seven seconds in. He is going off the backboard a couple of times, way too hard. Three times, four times, way too hard. He is having trouble finding rhythm here. Here is our defending champion. He is in trouble. He has 11 (laughs) seconds to go, only eight points. He needs a miracle right here. Here goes Coach Donahue. Six seconds ago, he's got 17. Five seconds ago, he's got 25. Three, two, one, Uh and that do it. Oh, we can yeah. safely say, oh, we are about
6: to have a new champion this year. We are. Wow, oh, he's pissed. Oh. He is pissed.
0: He's walking it off. Oh yeah. God.
6: I think I think we gotta tee him up, Zoo. He slammed that
22: ball down, man. <laughs>
0: What was the final score on that, uh, Zoo? I don't know. It was a race
22: quickly, but he was like a 26 <laughs> or 28. Trust me, he's not going anywhere. He's
3: done. <laughs> I'll tell you this, though. I think the new configuration will advantage some players and throw off some who are familiar with the older pop shot. I mean,
4: no matter what, you still are the, the reigning champion and the, the I think you have the most championships of any coach. Even if Jay Wright were to win, he would still have one less championship than you. There you All go. Right. There, there you sure go. never forget that. Yeah. And speaking of... A graduate of Council Rock High School in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. And the man who once scored 69 points against Malvern Prep. He later graduated from Bucknell University where he played on the basketball team and was a member of the Sigma Chi fraternity. In his 20 seasons as head coach, he has led the Wildcats to six Big East Conference championships and led Villanova to the 2016 NCAA championship, defeating North Carolina and the 2018 NCAA championship, beating Michigan. A two time Papa Shot champion at six feet two inches, your head coach of the Villanova Wildcats, Jay Brown!
22: Casey, did you you mention Hall of Famer? And Hall of of Famer!
7: (laughs) (laughs) Jerry!
22: Coach, what was it like to be inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame?
8: It was cool. It it was a fun weekend. We we had great Philly pride there. We had uh, Charles Barkley and Herb McGee. And um, and, uh, we also, Billy Cunningham is going to be there. So we had a great Philly turnout. And congratulations to you guys, I saw, in the Radio Hall of Fame. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. That's very cool.
0: Appreciate that.
8: It was very cool. You guys put on... uh you put on Twitter, we had a great weekend in Chicago. Yeah. That was it.
7: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, look well, at you.
8: We also got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but we
7: had an ma-
3: amazing steak not dinner. not going to mention that. <laughs> yeah, you're being all humble as well. It's, ama- it's a major achievement.
8: Well, yeah. you know, no, it's not something you like talking about. It's nice to be a part of it, but... Um, well deserved, guys. Yeah, thank you, sir. Really cool for you guys. Thanks, really Coach. Means cool. And
3: I think the truth is, we're all in it for the salary, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
22: that's why we don't like talking about it. Coach, <laughs> real quick, how are the Wildcats looking?
8: Good. We we got a good we got a good crew. Um, we probably have the, the toughest schedule we've ever had in the history of Villanova basketball. Maybe the toughest schedule in the country. And uh, and that's good. We 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 we, uh, we we're gonna we're gonna go at Baylor, at UCLA, Syracuse in the Garden, play Carolina, Tennessee. It's gonna be a wild year, and then you gotta play all these guys in the Big Five. So it's it's gonna be a wild year.
22: You got at least 42 points in you. You need to surpass 42 to face John Griffin in the final. You ready?
8: Yeah, I'm, I'm very intimidated to see the, the legend go down like this. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. very, intim- very intimidated. All
22: right, here we go. Coach Jay Wright stepping up the last of six. He's got to beat 42 to get into a final with John Griffin. Right. Are you ready? The button has been pushed, and...
0: Wait for it to turn white, and then we will begin. Here we go. go.
22: 30 seconds in, going right to the backboard as everyone else did. He has missed the last two. He has missed the last three. He has finally hit one. Now he's trying to get a rhythm here as that rim goes side to side. Ten points right now, about 16 seconds in for the coach. There goes Jay Wright. He's halfway through, and he needs a lot more. He's got to get hot. He only has 16 points. Ten seconds to go. He's got to hit just about every shot from here on in. He is going to the backboard, but too hard, I'm afraid. Four seconds to go. He's not going to make it. He is not going to make it. That'll do it. 31 points for Jay Wright. That means... We have John Griffin in first place with 54. And how do we work this, guys? We have Coach Zach Spiker and Ashley Howard each with 42. It's, I, sexy as kiss. it's sexiest have to kiss. Sexiest
7: yeah.
3: kiss. I think we have to have a, a right press to the three-way cup. playoff.
7: Yeah, yep,
22: yeah,
3: absolutely.
4: Three-way playoff. All and, right. And then so, if we have a tie there, we then we have to have, do, to have, have a to have yeah. a two-person playoff. Yeah. yeah. So for the first time ever, yes. we have a three-way championship
0: wow. round. All right, so let's get him up. And uh what order? I, I assume uh, since Coach Griffin has the most points, he can decide what order we go in. Yes, yes, that's okay. Yeah. So, uh they're taking a picture right now, so as soon as they're done, <laughs> we will get Coach Griffin and get his thoughts on who is going to go first. Is it him? Coach Howard? Coach Spiker? What order? We will let him
3: decide. And, so, and Preston, do we want to explain the origin of the award that we give and why it's named the way it is?
0: Absolutely. So, it is the Mercanti Cup, and we'll let uh we'll let uh Coach Wright tell us a little bit about Helena uh, Mercanti.
8: Yeah, we love this. Helene Mercanti was our uh, assistant at at Villanova for forever. And the first year we did this, I went out when you guys were out in Plymouth meeting. Like yeah. how many yeah. years yeah. ago, that was my, maybe like 18 years ago because Helene told me about this. She was always followed you guys. Her daughters Christine and Gina are here today with their oh. husbands. Oh, that's and, awesome. So that's Helene great. was our longtime assistant and. Uh, she just passed away of, of cancer and she loved this show, loved you guys, listened every morning forever, and you guys named a cup in her honor. It, w- You know, when it was a jock, remember? It, <laughs> yeah, it was a cup. It was a yes. supporter. And uh, I would come to do this, and when she would say, Bring me something shiny home. And we had our gold plated <laughs> it was a shiny cup she used to keep behind her desk. Oh, man. So you named it after her. We oh. love you for that. Thank you. She's uh She deserves to be remembered. Absolutely. It's our
0: honor, yeah. All right, so we have the the Mercanti Cup, and we're going to boil it down to this, to our three finalists. And uh, Coach Griffin, you get to decide what order we're going to go in. So who would you like to go first?
11: I'd like to
5: nominate myself to go first. Excellent. Uh, All right. uh, Get out of the way. I'll go Coach Spiker second and Coach Howard
0: third. All All right, right. let's do it that way. All right, uh, Zoo, we're going to send it back over to you to get set for the playoff.
22: All right, so once again... Coach John Griffin by far was high man with 54. Coach Zach Spiker of Drexel and Ashley Howard of LaSalle, each with 42. Coach Griffin, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Here we go. you got 30 seconds waiting for that backboard to turn white here on the Papa Shot. And there we go. He goes right to the rim. Now he's going to the backboard. There goes Coach Griffin, and he's about 50% shooting. Now he's got a steady rhythm here going to the backboard. He is 10 seconds in. He's got 14 points. Oh, he has really got it going on now. He has got it going on. He made several in a row. Now he missed a couple. Now here he goes, and he's got 10 seconds to go, and he's got 22 points. He has eight seconds to go. Oh, wow. Great with him. Going off the backboard. It he's got not. 40 points, four seconds to go, 43 points, two seconds, one, and that'll do it. Whoa. 49 points. 49.
3: <laughs> solid. Solid and consistent.
0: Wow, impressive. So that was by, no accident on that first round. Yeah, 49 no. points. Nice. All right, up next, we're going to get uh, Coach Spiker, I believe, Zoo.
22: All right. Coach, you ready? How do you feel about 49 points? You think you have at least that much in you? Do I get the
3: same head start I got last time.
22: <laughs> Negative. <laughs> But we have a ball that is stuck. We have to do a little groundskeeping here. Yeah, Yeah,
4: when you hit the the, uh, power button, it'll It'll open
22: it up and it'll come down. Yeah. has her fingers on the button. She pushes it, waiting for the backboard to turn white. You got 30 seconds. There it is. Go. There goes Coach Spiker. He goes right to the backboard as usual. Five seconds in. He's got four. Trying to get a rhythm here again with that rim going left to right and right to left. We are 10 seconds in. He's got six. Now he's got a rhythm here. Oh, and he missed going right for it. Now he keeps going to the backboard a little bit too hard that time. 12 seconds ago, he's got 14. He needs a hot streak here, folks. Nine seconds ago, he's made two straight. He's made three straight. He's made four straight. There he goes. He's got 31. He's got three seconds to go. Two, one, and that'll do it.
3: Final score.
22: 37 points. That is well short of the 49 for John Griffin. All
3: right. All right. (laughs) One
0: more to go with Coach Howard, and this will decide it. So here we go, Zoo.
22: Alright, Coach Howard. You have to beat 49 points. Your previous total is 42. What do you need to improve upon your previous score?
4: Just more consistency.
22: Isn't that insight? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Coach, are you ready? 30 seconds ago. You gotta beat 49 of John Griffin. The button has been pushed, waiting for the white light, and there it is. Going to the backboard. There he goes. He's one of three. He's two for four. He's five seconds, and he's got four points. He needs a real hot streak here. He has missed several in a row. Now he's going back to the backboard. We are nearly halfway through. He's got only eight points. This is looking good for John Griffin. He's got 16. Ashley Howard of LaSalle, he's got 10 seconds to go. He needs a miracle here. He's got 26 points. He rims that one. He's got 29 points. Four seconds to go, 32. He's not going to do it. He is not going to oh. do it. A shot
0: is our champion. We have a champion, ladies and gentlemen. So Sean Griffin takes home the Mercantile Cup for
4: the first time. Have we ever had a winner from St. Joe before? First time ever from St. Joe's, but not our first champion from Bucknell University. (laughs)
6: Right. (laughs) The school breeds winners and also
4: losers. (laughs) So, so far, just real quick, we have three championships from Bucknell University and four championships from Ursinus College.
0: <laughs> so that represents the Preston and Steve That's show. Right. About that? Very well. Casey and Nick. So, uh, Zoo, let's get the coach's reaction. Coach,
3: how does
22: it feel? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: it's an amazing feeling. Uh, I will
5: say that this is such a, an outstanding event. Uh, we're all honored to be here um, and, and to partake in some event that, that just gives back to the community where They need it. And uh, I'm very proud of the win. Yes. And uh, I'm
3: grateful to be here.
15: Yes. Excellent. There you
7: go. There you go. Wonderful.
3: I mean, year after year, these coaches do step up.
6: They make this a, uh, you know, they've made it a, an annual event as well. We can't thank them enough for coming down here. It's not a, it's not easy to get everybody's schedule coordinated, and they make time to be here for Camp Out for Hunger, and it's just, it's not lost on us that you guys do this and, and, and come down for Philip. You make us all proud. You really do, yeah. You
4: yeah, really, really do, and, and uh, you know, this year it's uh, earlier, so you guys weren't in the middle of a season, so we hope that this was, you know, Scheduling-wise, was easier for you guys. Can, um, and thank you for all being here. Can you talk quickly about uh, Coaches versus Cancer?
8: Yeah, it's warmer this year, too. Yeah. And to you guys, um, you know, providing food for people at this time, especially in our country and for our city right now, we, we, we applaud you guys. Yeah. Man. Thank we're, you. we're proud to be a part of what you guys do. We really are. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna have Steve just talk about what we do with Coaches versus Cancer. Well, similar
23: to you, we look at it as something that's such a terrible thing that's going on, and we have a platform in Coaches versus Cancer. Uh, please go on Coaches dot org, uh, and you can find out all about our events. But like you, we see an amazing city that really supports that uh, as well. Uh, but unlike Jay, I just think it's incredible that you're able to do this. Phil Abundance is an incredible organization. And- like all of us, we're proud to be a part of it. Thank you. Well, it's Thank awesome. You it's awesome
3: what you do. And again, as, as was said, it's not lost on us that all. You guys have very busy schedules. But every time we call upon you, come on out. And this shows the kind of commitment. And the, I think it's, I thought it, it's intrinsic to this area that people and people in the tent right now. And last year, we thought we were going to get decimated. We had our biggest year ever. Mm-hmm. That shows you what the people are like in this area. That's why you guys are so beloved, because you're authentic and you're Charity minded, and it means the world to us. So, thanks so much for being here today.
8: Can I take a picture with the cup even though I didn't win? I <laughs> yes, I get <laughs> can you ask? Can you make John give it up so I can take a picture? Coach I Griffin. just want to get Helene Mercanti's name with a picture. Yes, I got yeah. you. Yeah, we'll
0: down. do that. Absolutely, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Please give some love to our City Six coaches Zach Spiker, yeah. Ashley Howard, John Griffin, Mark Bacon, Steve Donahue, and Jay Wright. We'd love these men. We have to take a break. We're going to come right back. Make sure you come and see us down here at the Camp Out for Hunger with WMMR. We'll be right back.
1: Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, live from inside the Beanbowl Bakeries USA broadcast tent on 93.3 WMMR. Sponsored by Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger.
0: We have uh, guests uh, galore stopping by throughout the course of the morning. We just had all, all the City 6 uh, coaches in, and that was a nice group. But I think now we have the entire staff of
3: NBC <laughs> Philadelphia here with us this morning. And you can hardly tell that they're TV people, right? Because <laughs> uh, yes, look at the difference. Radio people, so good-looking. TV people.
0: It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, we have had NBC 10 represented at this event for Never. 23 years. Yeah. Uh, specifically, Viseca Hema came yeah. out to every single one until yes. he
16: retired. Tracy Davidson. Bye.
0: By let us put him through the ringer. I mean, we
3: did
4: ridiculous stuff We hung with him heaven. from a uh, like a crane and played skittle Bowl with yeah, him.
0: we t- swung him. Uh, we had him. Uh, was, I don't know what all we, we did. We did the
4: fire hosting thing with him. He and I we put wetsuits on <laughs> and we put a, we were in uh, office chairs with wheels.
11: Uh, so you guys are getting yeah. off easy. Well, well, yeah, I was about yeah, to yeah. say we got big shoes to follow. Yeah. Thank let you. me
0: welcome everyone, please, from NBC Ten. We have Aaron Coleman, we have Keith Jones, Lucy Bustamante, Sheila Watko, and. Mr. Bill Henley
12: here. Thank you guys. Yeah. Hey, well, congratulations, congratulations yes. on another great event. Oh, thank you. Thank so you. good to be back in person for this as yes. well. Yes. Yeah.
0: We did. Uh, we did. You know, some virtual interviews last year, but for the most part, it was just this group sitting right here uh, in a much, much smaller tent, and uh, this is not quite to the size that we normally have it or had gotten to in the past. But we wanted to be able to let it. Start to you know regrow
12: again. Apologies yeah. to, by is running late, so he's uh, <laughs> he,
11: any minute now. Congrats to the Hall of Famers, by the way, oh, too. Thank you, thank seriously,
7: you. it's that an honor. You.
11: Congratulations.
7: Yeah.
0: yeah, we appreciate it. Uh It's you know it's a, it's a crazy honor, and and uh, everybody's been so great, and uh it's just a it's a cool thing. So yeah. well
3: deserved. Yeah. Thank
0: it's you. Very kind. Does anybody stay in touch with By? Have you heard from him since uh since yeah. he's been? Yeah? yeah, oh yeah. What's definitely. he had to say.
20: You know, he's been traveling all over this country uh, doing his work with the Mormon Church, yes. and um, he actually promised Sheila and I a tour of uh, the Mormon Temple down here during Thanksgiving. Wow, you know that's really I mean? yeah. cool! But he can't make it anymore. We're like, bye. <laughs> We're so sad. <laughs> We're coming to find you, but he's just—he's um, a he's member best. of our family forever. Mm-hmm. So.
3: He is the greatest yeah. guy, and all the things he yeah. did, like with the—he had the Wednesday's Child uh, yeah. uh, that's right. initiative, oh, yeah. and all that stuff. Just—you won't find a more genuine guy than Vice. He was a genuine continu- article. Yeah. yeah.
2: Is that continuing? It is
20: actually. We're gonna. To, um, release it again, in with in partnership with KYW News Radio in the next few weeks. And Very nice. so we've been interviewing. We have about three kids that we've interviewed already. And um, as soon as we get more in the can, as they say, we're going to uh, release it again under a different
0: name. That, Excellent. That's Excellent.
20: sort of his thing. So yes. Yeah. It where yeah. it was. Yeah.
0: You know, you guys are like us. I mean, there's, there's shift work involved in what you do, and there's people that we work with that we never really get to see that often. Right. Uh, are you guys, uh, do, do you have gatherings from time to time where the NBC crew gets together? All the time.
11: Remarkably, <laughs> which is crazy. So, yeah, we wake up oh, 2 no. o'clock in the morning. I think you guys wake up earlier than, than I do.
20: 145.
11: ouch. 145. Oh. But yeah, we get together. We'll get together for dinners. We'll, we'll you know, press it a little bit. So I guess. Go you, for four hours we, at one point.
20: We had a five hour dinner. No joke.
11: Five hour and dinner? The
20: only reason we're still not there is because of Lucy's husband. <laughs> he He's like, but guys, no. we gotta go. It, it,
3: it's tough, though. It's good that you do that because it's hard sometimes. Because there was a time when yeah. we were first starting this show, you know, years ago, Preston, we saw each other, the collective, more than we were seeing our own oh, yeah. families. wow. Oh, yeah. And it's like, That's it's exactly out right. of whack.
0: You know? mm-hmm. But wait, 1.45 in the morning? That's crazy. That's
7: Aaron. It's
20: brutal. Well, you know, you gotta do—you got to do the makeup, and you got to get the dress. Kathy, do you yeah. She's also my therapist because we get dressed in the dressing room at the same time. And oh so God. we're yeah. like, what did your kids do yesterday? My kids did this. Well, what are you going to do about it? I don't know.
11: <laughs> well, that's what's crazy. He's like, I don't have any kids. So these guys, they talk about, oh, I was up till 8.30, 9 o'clock last night at soccer practice. So I was crazy. like, I was in bed by 6.00. Aaron, you want to
0: lose the makeup thing? Get in radio. Yes. And Marissa are the last two people to show up every
2: morning. No way!
3: Absolutely,
12: yeah.
2: Because oh, we're home it. doing our makeup. <laughs>
3: they, sh- they end up showing. We put
2: cameras in the studio. It's yeah. like they now get to put makeup yeah. on, right? Not
3: a it's a whole different thing that you guys have to answer to. But we, the, for the good portion of the year, we're wearing shorts and t-shirts and stuff. That's, eh, that's, great. that's radio for you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Who? All right. So who wears something we don't
0: see behind the desk? Who wears? Uh, who wears shorts uh, while they're sitting? There? Anybody? Uh, well, you we got, guys got rid of the up. desk.
11: You we're all standing all, up. Yeah. You're standing up oh, all yeah. the time, For all three hours from oh, four to seven. Well, the desk
2: that we have
20: is see-through; it's glass, yeah, so you can see what we're wearing. So I can wear see, flip-flops. But in pro- or pro- commercial breaks, though, yeah. yeah, like I'm rocking Uggs right now. And Erin bundles up
17: in like a Phillies blanket because it's cold in the this studio, so she's always wrapped Aaron, in a blanket on the chair. What
11: do you wear on your feet? What kind of a?
17: I wear Crocs. Hannah what Montana kind of, Crocs. Then. <laughs>
11: Hannah Montana, huh?
20: Wow.
4: Oh. No joke.
3: Bill, for a while, you were wearing snowshoes just because it was your thing. Yeah, right?
12: but more in the summertime than in the winter, you
4: know. <laughs> Yo, uh, just um, The Climb is a top ten song for me, just so you know. Oh. <laughs> he's a he's a, uh, he's a Miley guy.
20: Uh, I love Miley. All right, hold on. I got to sell Keith out on this because you'll, you'll, oh, you'll,
4: you'll
0: understand this.
20: Uh-oh. You'll hear this. How many people send Keith socks, ties, <laughs> People love to dress Keith Jones. Oh, they
7: really? Well, he's, is
12: very, a he's very modelly looking. I, I yeah, got a, yeah. It's I got disgusting, isn't it? Yeah. This is what I have to compete with every single day. Another close-up of. for Keith. Long shot
11: for Bill. <laughs> is that Bill? We can't tell from there. Okay, it doesn't matter. It Back like to Bill. Keith now. This is the craziest. I've got three pairs of socks with my own face on them. Wow. Wow. People send me, and I'm like, that, at this point, I don't even I didn't know they tweet about that. them anymore. Like, I, yeah, but, I, That's that. a little creepy. Yeah. Keith, <laughs> a little bit. Keith, people are giving you a hard time about not wearing a tie on air. I know oh. they are. But, like, to what? the point where I'm starting to, like, phase it back a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make it an official thing, though, because it's so comfortable. You guys know. So, so is, is that why comfort? Is that why you decided
0: to go without a tie? You or? know what?
11: We kind of loosened up the format of the show, standing the whole time, um, all because of the social distancing at first. as sort right. of the pandemic. But it's been working for us. Right. So it's a little more casual, not so much stuff up news. Our sales staff is the same way. Um,
4: if you notice in our, our area, like, they're not wearing ties anymore. And I think uh, they call it the Keith Jones effect. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you
20: hardly are. It's but... a trend. Yeah. Officially, it's
3: well, a trend. Yeah.
12: Nationwide, he's had an impact. Yeah. Bill yeah.
3: Burns, and our he wears hot pants and a tube top. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's adorable. Yeah. And it's a good look for him. Yeah. I, I, I like that. Yeah. I
8: love that.
12: Yeah.
2: Bill, you've been it's out really... here a number of years supporting us. Uh, do you think we made the right decision in picking a different week?
12: Uh, oh, Otherwise. absolutely! No, this is much better. No, this is the perfect week. I mean, what do we have to deal with? It's a little chillier than anybody told me it was going to be today, but it's okay. I've got a jacket, uh, and the rest of the week is going to be great. No, you'll be fine. No flooding concerns or anything like that. So, no, you guys are on top of it. So that
3: super high tech facility, and obviously that you're in over there, your studios and all that stuff—they keep they keep upping the ante. Uh, that that is that is cool. Is it? Does it blow you away sometimes? How much tech is sitting in that? In, in that facility, it's, well, it's, of a yours? Big,
11: it's a big sandbox, is yeah. what it is. Yeah. So every time we think, oh, we can't squeeze one more different angle or shot out of this, they do. So it's pretty, uh, pretty incredible that way from like a performance standpoint. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so you guys, um, uh, obviously, as pres said, you're doing shift work and all that stuff at different <laughs> times. Which one of you would prefer to be in another time slot? <laughs> uh, and who has made it Go the ahead. most obvious? Everyone. Everyone. At 1.30 in the morning, as, I was guessing perhaps, right? As long
11: okay. as we can all move together, though. That's yeah, what I would say. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. That's it. Right. We, we, okay. we, yeah. we genuinely do we really like appreciate each other, each other yeah. He Which sounds so my cliche. Sizes.
20: Okay, sh- <laughs> I finishes.
0: Sh- now, when, when you get a team, when you get it, like us, so we have a team that works. You yeah. just want to, you want to work with those people. Yeah. Yes. yes. right, right.
12: Yeah, it's a good dynamic, is what it is. Well, I yeah, I want to work with them too, but from the South of France, <laughs> where <laughs> we we have a time advantage, we can sleep in, have yes. some coffee, oh a croissant God. in the morning, croissant. be the most rested <laughs> news team in Philadelphia, and just rock it in the morning. Hey,
20: zooming in from South of France, yes. don't you think? Yes. Work?
12: With you know, internet honestly, technology, we. We Could do it.
20: It's the best shift for parents. It is. I will say that. Like, the way I saw it. My parents
12: are very happy with my
7: parents.
20: (laughs) (laughs) Bill Henley with the one-liners. You can't ever keep up. This is all morning long, y'all. All
11: All morning long. Exactly. But it's like,
20: I was sleep training my twins when I first started this shift, and I'm like, you know what? Better somebody else do it. I'll just go to work. Yes. (laughs) Like, I'm up at 3 o'clock in the morning anyway. I might as well Mm. just go to work and get paid to be awake at this time. You have
3: kids so you can abandon them.
20: i <laughs> Is that what they say? Here. Um, just give them the phone; they're
0: fine. So one of the things we, we like to do with our uh, our, our local uh, television talent. That's it. It's time to go. Uh,
4: <laughs> no. Yeah, we didn't tell you guys about as that. as we have
0: we as we did with the great Vice Seguinha like for years. Yes. Is maybe do something a little bit fun. Now we were considering not doing this because time wise. Yes. But Steve Casey looked at me. He's like, I think we can do you, this. Yeah, really?
4: Yeah, yeah. While we set it up, we can talk to. We have uh, some donors uh, that we can talk to while we set this up. Oh but gosh. I just it's it's. You guys need to know that you are not obligated to say yes. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, dear All Lord. Right. No. But
2: you would be taking food yeah. out of the mouths.
3: Yes. 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 Wow. You
4: if we, you don't do this. You
2: with do, the guilt do, trip.
3: Do any of you have any bovine allergies? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> All
0: right, so
3: we're, we're going to need
0: four volunteers and I'd like to do boy, girl, boy, girl. Oh. So it looks like So it looks like I Bill and I are in. Bill, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You guys are, are definitely committed if you would like to, but uh, it's going to be between uh, the rest of you. So, you know, Lucy, Aaron, and uh,
20: I'll be and the judge. You, the, you four can do it.
3: Oh, oh you just made up the <laughs> mind no, for them. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> right. It's, not, <laughs> it's not. Well, see, it's not. It's, I'll be the
17: yeah. man. I'm, I'm down for anything. All
3: right. I don't know if you
0: noticed that uh, that ship that we have out there, uh, the 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 pharaoh ship right behind you, but it does involve that. Oh dear. Uh, so um, you guys afraid huh. of carnival rides? No. Was that? Okay. Okay. Right. Sheila looks excited. Actually,
17: I'm, I'm a theme park person,
11: so
7: oh, I'm nice. into it. Oh, oh, I worked
17: yeah, at yeah, Disney World, so I'm pumped. No, really is. Do you get motion
0: sickness? I do, yeah. Oh no!
11: See, that's you me too. I, I was like, "Oh, I don't know, man." Uh, it he, barely right, moves, can Lucy. Lucy? Yeah, barely.
20: Can you, can <laughs> you step up, Lucy? Oh, ca- oh, god! You can. I, yes, you I, can. I have to anchor the eleven o'clock newscast. By the way, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so as long as it doesn't kill me before the show, we're good. All right,
0: so it's it's pretty easy. Right? Casey and I tested this out yesterday. So your case, uh, Casey has these uh, cheese balls. All right, oh. Were from, oh. She
2: loves cheese
0: balls. Oh, they're awesome. And there's more. I
20: thought I was just getting on
0: the... Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to have uh, two teams. You will Each, your team member will sit opposite. Okay, we're not oh going to go God. to the very end of each uh, uh, of, the, of the boat, but we're going to sit back two uh, rows. Casey, you can help set this up. One of you is going to be holding basically a tray full of cheese balls. The other one will be holding a cup. Now, as you go back and forth... You have to try to throw the cheese ball together. The other person has to catch it in the cup while the ride is going back and forth. Now, it's going to be tough because you have to keep these things in this container while you're rocking back and forth. And then you have to catch them in this cup. We might not get any of them. It's I don't know. Hot.
3: This is literally besides your test run yesterday, which I think you used grapes. We used grapes, yes. So this could be an abysmal failure, but it's all on us. And you will look like the seasoned professionals who were the subject of our tyranny. All right, okay. so, all right, so who's gonna who are we going to team up?
12: Uh, do you have any MMR logoed sickness okay. bags available? Because uh, I don't think this is going to be very pretty this one. Well. So, how maybe,
11: big is this thing? Is yeah, this a got big swing? You. Nick yeah. is saying, no, nothing. No, it barely moves.
17: You can totally do it.
11: All right, Sheila's most excited. <laughs> I'm you...
17: real pumped for this. Okay. okay. I'm overconfident. <laughs> Me too. Sheila, who do you want to partner gonna, with? If you then, don't
0: want to do oh, it. Right, I'm in. Sheila I'm and in. Bill. Okay. Okay.
17: I'll do We've
0: weather together. I'll do All right. I'm a family Gun.
4: photographer. Let's all go. right. All right.
0: Keith is going to do it. Yeah, all right. right. So who's going to
4: be the thrower and who's going to be the catcher?
0: Keith and Aaron. They'll have to decide there. They right. can discuss that on the way out. So, Casey, we'll talk about it. Are, uh, it, we're going to need some assistance uh, taking them
3: out that way. All right. We'll let Casey do this and we'll handle the chores inside. You guys are, are right. get prepped all outside. Oh, Lord. First all time right. we've ever tried all that. Right. All right. Good luck, guys. Hey, they're cool for doing this, right? I mean, yeah. you just threw it on them. Yeah. Very nice. It's very nice that they did this.
0: All right, yeah. so Bill, if head We're out. not back next year, you know why. <laughs> I'm, we're taking a risk here, Bill, but uh, we, we trust you. Yeah. And while they are headed out, I think we're going to get a uh, a donation, uh, if I am correct about that. Kay said we were going to set that up, yeah, a donation.
4: Friends from Enterprise are coming
3: up. Yeah. All right, Marissa's going to
0: handle
14: that? Yeah.
3: Very okay. nice. All right, excellent. So, well, yeah, because we didn't think we were going to have time to do
0: this. I'm glad we're going to be able to do this, President. And then he looked at me, and he's like, you know what, we can. Uh, I think we can pull this off. Well, so, you
3: guys did the test run yesterday, and I, and I was in the RV and I heard the squeals of excitement I came out and I saw you guys saying this can be done. That ride goes up higher than you
0: realize it does until you get on it. So Keith is gonna vomit? (laughs) Uh, He might. He might. So I was when we got on there, I was like I'm like, yeah, it's a chip. It goes back and forth, yeah. whatever. And by the time it gets to its 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 height, yes. I'm like, dude, this is a little scary. <laughs> but it gonna, was a lot of fun. Well, so they're sitting closer. They're, yeah.
6: sitting closer. they're sitting closer. Are we, we going to try that, uh, that coffee thing that we tried a few years ago oh, later yeah. in the week? That's for oh. another day. All
0: yes. right. Yeah, so we will utilize this, uh, uh, this apparatus from uh, Skelly Amusements at some point. Later in the week as well, but we're gonna we're gonna try this one out. Okay, so uh, donation time and we love this because uh, it always means big things for fill abundance and we'd like to welcome two people to our microphones this morning here in the tent. Uh, from Enterprise Enterprise Rent A Car, please welcome uh, Christy Smith and Tina Tinney to the Yay! show this morning.
7: Hi guys. Hello.
0: Hi. Hello. We didn't meet ahead of time. Who's Christine? I am. You are and this is uh, Tina. I'm Tina. Thank you guys for coming out here. We appreciate it. Um, what do you guys do with enterprise? What are your jobs?
18: Uh, we are both within the Human Resources Department, and okay. we work with our employees through all of our foundation um, grants and donations. So thank you for having us today. Are you
7: kidding me?
0: No, we love it. And uh, Enterprise is obviously, you know, everybody knows Enterprise. Yes. Uh, rent cars And I know mainly, you know, the airport as being a, a place where you rent cars. But do you guys, I would assume you have locations all over the area.
17: We do. Uh, we're the Philadelphia group. So uh, our group is Philadelphia, New Jersey, and Delaware.
3: Yeah, okay. there, they're, uh, in fact, there's one uh, right near me. You, you will find them in, you know, uh, just next to a strip mall or whatever. They're all over the place. In fact, there's one. The one very near me is constantly hopping. It's been, a, uh, it's been an interesting time over the past 18, 19 months, right, as this has been going on, because people have been renting cars. So you know, you'll see the lot, like, empty, and then cars coming in. It's been a lot of juggling, I'm sure.
18: Yes. Um, this past year has been extremely exciting. Yeah. Uh, in all of our neighborhood locations, we were able to stay open, stay operational, um, be able to support all of our government agencies, our law enforcement agencies, and uh, first responders, uh, as well as then helping anybody in the community that still needed a car. So, yeah, that's yes, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, hey, yeah. I've
0: got an offbeat question. Do you guys sell the cars when, when you're done using them as rentals? Does that happen?
18: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what we I have thought. a location right down the street okay. in Essington.
0: When I was a kid, one of my first cars that I got that my dad thankfully bought for me was through a uh, rental car company. I wasn't sure if that was standard practice because that was ages ago back in the Stone Age.
18: Yes. We can rent you. We can sell you a car. We have truck rentals as well. Um, we can share, ride, share a car. You name it, we can help you out. When you What's- guys...
6: I'm sorry? No, when you guys were, were hired by Enterprise and you got the employee handbook, how many of the chapters were dedicated to my time when I worked there in <laughs> no, Beverly Hills? Because Honestly, it was one of the greatest. <laughs> I was a driver for Enterprise. I drove fancy cars around Beverly Hills, Mercedes, BMWs, and would take them to customers, and Enterprise
0: will pick you up.
7: Yep. Yes. Yep. It
0: was a great job. Hey, what's the sexiest car you can rent through Enterprise? In your humble opinion, what do you think?
17: Hmm. I don't know. We have an exotic division, but it's yeah. the, the exotic division around here is in Cherry Hill. Uh, but I'm sure if you go to California, there's some really, uh, I guess you could say, sexy cars there. Well, all right.
3: Cherry Hill is our Beverly Hills. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> Cherry Hill. Yeah. <laughs> it's where you go to see the stars. It's where you go to see the exotic things. Right. When we like went to Cherry uh, Hill.
6: Clearwater a couple of years ago for spring training, we enter, uh, rented through Enterprise, and they offered up the exotic cars. I think we just ended up getting something standard instead. But you can get them in you know, all sorts of places around. Well, you,
3: you know, yeah. and the truth of the matter is, especially when you talk about, there's there's a there's a, a, a used car shortage you know people are ordering cars so you might have said, this is an option that people may not be entertaining to, to check out if you need a vehicle yeah. uh and you know that's it's the way to go and you guys do a very solid maintenance program on the vehicles is so something you guys boast about so why not right? why not?
0: we do Absolutely.
7: we do come
17: All check right.
0: us out and we have a donation uh that you guys are going to present correct
17: we do yes yeah. wow.
0: Let's hear what you got.
17: So our donation is uh, for the, well, it's a total year, uh, 10-year donation. Our founder, Jack Taylor, in 2016, uh, when he passed away, he actually uh, wanted to make sure he was taking care of the children and uh, no child went hungry. Uh, So he created the Fill Your Tank campaign. So it is a 10-year campaign. So the first five years, we donated $25,000 per year to Fill Abundance. And this program has just been extended for an additional five years, where we'll be donating $32,500 uh, to Fill Abundance for the next five years.
3: $32,500.
0: <laughs> Boom, baby. <laughs> That's confetti-worthy.
3: <laughs> you have no idea about maybe you do how many people that will feed because Phil knows what to do with it. They know what kind of food to target. They're, they're creating healthy menus. They're, they can target for kids specifically. Uh, what they do is amazing, but they can only do it with the assistance of stuff like this. So yeah. With You guys, we appreciate it.
18: Absolutely. Being part of Camp Out for Hunger as well as Fill v- Abundance and all of our v- volunteer efforts. Our employees are behind this. Our company is behind this. Um, and we look for uh, this continuing years to come. Well, we, yeah, Excellent. we're
0: done with that. Yeah, right, keep it coming. Thank you so much, Christy Smith and Tina you. Tinney. Yeah. That's awesome.
3: Enterprise Rent Car. So Nick was uh, like a star employee of Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was a you great job. You were the job. Captain Kirk for them.
6: I would have worked twelve-hour shifts in California and uh, drive around Beverly Hills. It, uh, believe it or not, it was a great freaking job. Would you like act that? as
3: if they were your cars?
6: Oh my God! Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah, the car that I was driving at the time was like a Ford Aspire or something, <laughs> which I think is
0: aspired to be a better car yeah.
6: than it actually was. And uh, yeah, so you're tooling around Beverly Hills in a Beamer.
0: Not uh, bad. Absolutely. All right, we're gonna do a check with Marissa on how things are going outside with our crew from NBC Ten. <laughs> Okay, uh, Case, can you hear me? Can't hear you. If you can hear me, I can't hear you.
4: You just need to... Oh, here! Hey! Yay. Hey, I can hear you! Hi, Casey. Hi. Oh, uh, Lord.
3: So... Oh,
20: this is too far. Describe... Uh,
3: this is... Who is... This is not going did somebody just curse?
0: No.
7: no! I don't think so. No, I said okay. it was too far. Oh, okay. Okay. too far. No, can this is
0: perfect.
4: Oh, too oh, far oh, away. Yeah. All right, what have we decided upon? Because it looks like Keith isn't sitting down anywhere. Right, uh, no, so Keith bailed out. Keith was going to, I, I thought he was going to, like, Facebook live. They, they've already started. Children! They're twins! Stop it! Right now! They're going to run right. out of cheese puffs. You guys are going to run out of cheese puffs, and you're going to lose. you got to let gravity you be, your be your friend. Gravity's okay. got to be your friend. Tell Bill to stop throwing cheese puffs. Oh. He's like a giant child. <laughs> I noticed. I all noticed. right. So I, I have a question for you. Do you guys want me on this ride as well? Or yeah, you yeah, might as well.
3: well. All right. So uh, be, it, listen, do we need <laughs> you to round out
4: the team case? No. No, I, I am not needed to. You can just jump on there somewhere in yes. any one what of those
0: they, there you go. and uh, and ride along with them. Yeah. Yeah. They and they so these cheese balls what we will all. do is at the end, we, whoever has the most cheese balls in their cup will be deemed the champion of whatever this contest is, I don't even have a name for. We no. should well, come listen, up with a we goofy didn't name. No, we were
3: going to be able to follow through, but now no. here we are. It's magic in the making. And we will, uh, we will deem
0: them the winner, and uh, and they will therefore have bragging rights around the NBC studios. Everyone will be so jealous.
3: And it's amazing, and then yeah. everyone will talk about how Keith avoided vomiting on himself. <laughs> I want to see if they can hear me. Bill, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, we hear you okay. Is it true they're doing a safety check on this later today? <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, later yeah. today. Yeah. Later yeah. today. We just trying right, to make sure right, later right. on that it's safe. Let's so, bring their audio up. And, uh, Aaron, are you the other one with the the mic on, uh, the headset? Yes, we all have them on, I think. Oh, everybody does. Everybody's yeah. mic'd up, yes. Oh, excellent. So, Sheila, the most excited by far. How you doing? Oh,
17: my gosh, I'm so pumped. I'm shivering because it's cold, but I'm sweating because I'm nervous.
0: Ah,
3: the, the perfect combination for pneumonia. <laughs> And Lucy, you
0: got talked into this, didn't
3: you?
20: I cannot believe I had to fill in for him. <laughs> I cannot believe I have to fill in for him. It's okay, Aaron? We got this. We got we, we got look, this. We've already, already won. won. We Let's have go. all. Ready.
0: All right. Uh Case, if you want
4: to give the play by play, we're ready to go when they are. We're ready to go. All right, Keith, this is the camera. He bailed at the last minute, guys. Yeah. He was like, "Okay." And I told him, Preston, when you and I were doing this, yeah. because we were playing the game, I wasn't even paying attention to the ride. I know. And I tried to promise Keith that, but he was like, "No, nah, I'm not going to do it." So, uh, but we're are you guys ready to go? As we're soon, ready.
0: As soon as it starts uh, moving, you, can, see, you can, they can, right, can start throwing.
4: We're going. Uh, we're going. Right, we're okay. going. Okay. And Bill is he, <laughs> Bill is using the,
7: the tactic <laughs> of throwing multiple <laughs> cheese balls.
4: He's going to be And he's girl, going to right run out of cheese balls.
7: <laughs> very, very soon. girl.
4: Lucy uh, and Aaron.
7: Lucy. I'm getting nailed with cheese balls here. <laughs> I'm nailed with a lame. Focus. Focus. Focus.
4: focus. Bill's oh, out of cheese balls. God. Bill is out of cheese balls. Oh, focus.
20: focus. All right. Lucy
4: and Aaron. Oh,
7: no. <laughs> Has anybody focus. caught
4: any? No. Wait, yes. Yes. Oh Sheila, how many oh balls, balls you got in your cup?
7: It does count if I stole them from Lucy because
4: then
17: I have seven. Alright, oh So, God.
4: Sheila and Bill actually have seven.
17: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. We are 90
2: degrees. Rosie! This is the greatest radio.
7: Oh no.
14: <laughs> I can't oh, even get play-by-play, play, guys.
3: A it's Bill, total mayhem here. So Bill is loving have this have break.
7: Baseball, I
3: wrong. think, right. well, let me ask, Case, did anyone anyone <laughs> catch a cheese ball? Right.
4: I, yes, Sheila has seven. Amazing, Amazing. Lucy, wow. I, I think Lucy might have passed out for a second. I'm not sure, guys. <laughs> <That's
7: nice. laughs> the on.
4: ride is over. Just chuck them all. Oh, <laughs> chuck them all.
7: Oh, man. All right. Aaron,
4: did you catch any? Yes. Yes. All right. Ride is officially over. We need a final count. All right. Final count. Okay. All right. So we have... (laughs) Ride is over. We have Bill and Aaron, correct? We have
0: Bill and Aaron. And we have... Bill and Sheila. Bill oh, I'm sorry, and Bill. Bill, Bill and Sheila. All right, Sheila, boy. how he many balls So,
17: we have seven, but I might have reached over and grabbed them from Lucy's and put them right in my cup. <laughs> it doesn't oh. matter. Oh.
12: Hey, no, no, yay, no, 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 chin, no, is, no, is no, what I always no, say. seven go into your cup from over <laughs> bill's
20: here. all, they're, they're all legit. I might still have a stomach. <laughs> so, so <laughs> who, are we,
4: who are we declaring the oh, winner, well, well, I, I think no.
24: both of us got
20: the i got to
4: come over and look at Aaron's cup here real quick because Sheila said she had seven. And uh, Aaron, we got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, account. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 14. <laughs> 14, 14,
7: 14. 14. 14. Lucy and Aaron. <laughs> we have she.
4: champion Lucy yeah, got- and
0: Aaron from oh, NBC yeah. 10. <laughs> Aaron Coleman, Lucy Fonte,
3: our winners oh, of whatever that was. And I'll tell you what, those oh, were strict God. rules that were absolutely adhered yes. to. <laughs> So this knows? is a legitimate huh. victory. <laughs>
7: yeah,
0: huh. but I think we get one of two legitimate. things.
3: That was either hilarious
0: or incredibly annoying to you. I
3: found it I hilarious. I loved it, it because there was something bizarrely—it's uh, you know, to here professionals who you deliver the news yes. freaking
4: out from a carnival ride. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: we need to replay that tomorrow morning. Yes. You owe me. Keep
4: For me, going. it was century overload. I couldn't—I couldn't focus on anything <laughs> because I had cheese balls coming at my face <laughs> because Bill Henley was chucking them handfuls at a time, and then I noticed that Lucy, she couldn't take she her elbow. She couldn't take her elbows off of the little... She wanted to hold on. She wanted to hold yeah, on. I mean, she you, really, she thought so she was going to fall off patient. the ride. She's, got, she's mic'd up if you want to ask yeah. her but we won. She okay.
2: passed out. Lucy passed out. Did
0: Lucy passed out. <laughs> <laughs> you can hold your hands up on those rides. Yeah, I mean, that's what you do on these carnival yeah, rides. Put right. your yeah. hands up in the air. I so get Lucy. the feeling that Bill wasn't taking this
6: seriously. Oh,
12: yeah. no, no, no. I, had it, I just have a different idea. I thought it would be better off to get as many in the air as possible. Yes, we went for a different technique. Since we didn't... Reload our cup with cheese balls. Oh! Um, you know, it was all it was all honest. Uh,
7: yeah, no, yes,
3: Bill absolutely. has integrity, wow. and he also he also went with a different methodology, which was to machine gun <laughs> yes. as opposed to single <laughs> shot. I, I
4: also thought
12: it would uh, shorten yes. the ride. Sheila, too, were you, which is were you getting annoyed really with his uh, technique?
0: Or? No, no.
17: I, tr- I trust anything Bill Henley tells me. So we went with <laughs> it, and then true. we just enjoyed the rest of the theme park ride. We had a great morning. <laughs> there you go. No stress. Well, you excellent. can go
3: over to the can drop too if you want afterwards. No, we. But you on the other side. Oh, ride. No oh yes! You
4: oh no! Oh, oh, look that. that looks really look up my alley, actually. If <laughs> this was a series, and so this was game number one.
7: going to get two
4: next? I am
0: not
20: filling in for Keith Jones anymore.
4: No, no, done. Oh my gosh! All
0: right, well, listen, we'll we'll just wrap it with those guys out there. But I want to thank so much from NBC 10, Aaron Coleman, Keith Jones, Lucy Bustamante, Sheila Ratko, and Bill Henley. We love you guys. Thank you for being here for the Camp Out for Hunger. Thank you, Congratulations. We love you back, guys. Thank you, guys. We're going to take a break, and we will come back with more from right here in the Wells Fargo Center parking lot. Next to Xfinity Live. Come and see us, please, for the Camp Out. Coming up.
1: Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, live from inside the Bimbo Bakeries USA broadcast tent on 93.3 WMMR. Sponsored by the American Red Cross. Give something that means something. Donate at redcross.org. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger.
0: So, a couple things coming up. We're going to get into the bizarre file, and then we are awaiting uh, the arrival of one incredible Mr. Adam McKay. We're going to attempt to get him on today. Uh, You know, Philly native and just uh, amazing. He's He's the best. A new movie coming out, so we'll talk to him in a moment. But in the meantime, I recognize this dude. Yeah. He's been here at the Camp Out for Hunger before, and we love the company Tyson Foods. We want to welcome back our friend Jeff Duda. Hey, guys.
10: Thank you. Easy for you to say, right, Preston? Camp (laughs) Out for Hunger, right? Uh, (laughs) I.
0: I've only been saying it for 20-some-odd years. Hey, I wanted to ask you, Jeff. Do they call it your nickname growing up? Was it Dude? Zippity.
10: Zippity. Zippity Duda. Zippity. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. you got to like give him points.
0: Yeah, I yeah. like that. I mean, because they could have gone with Gouda. Yeah, you know, Gouda, Play up the cheese. Uh, but Zippity's a solid, uh, name. Uh, Zippity's a solid uh, name.
10: Camp Town Ladies. Duda, <laughs> Duda.
0: Yeah, man, man. It's, it's all good. And, well, look you're doing the laughing now because you're one of the higher-ups over at tyson so there you go you can get all the chicken you ever wanted
10: well it's funny at tyson i'm kind of like sharon madonna they just know me as duda Duda. Duda. somebody calls me jeff they don't know who they're talking about now do you
3: ever have one of those conical bras like madonna wears or no no? i haven't done that just yet. okay all
10: right we we do our national meeting next week so maybe 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 there
0: maybe there yeah absolutely by the
10: way you are the commercial chain manager
0: Correct, yep. and, and so you handle all the, uh, um, uh, the 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 grocery stores and things like that, or uh,
10: that's more on our retail side okay. of things. So all I'm right. on the food service side of the world, and think places like um, Chickie and Pete's okay. locally here, yep. um, Travel Centers of America, Nathan's Hot Dogs, places like that. So, we,
3: look, last year, you were describing. You were I mean, Tyson is everywhere, and and, and and your reach is everywhere. The product line is 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 amazingly sprawling, uh, and. Uh, yeah, I assume, and, you know, obviously with all the stuff we keep talking about the last year plus, I mean, people
10: have been eating a lot of chicken. And yeah, and, and, it goes, and, and it goes beyond just chicken. Too. Yeah. You know, it's, we're known as a protein company. Yes. Obviously, chicken is what we started with, but right. we're one of the largest beef producers in the country as well as one of the largest pork producers. That's right. And right here in the city of Philadelphia, we have two cheesesteak steak manufacturers. Um so really? yes, original Philadelphia Cheese Steak Company up in North Philadelphia. They okay. have a raw plant and a cooked plant and actually this year is the 40th anniversary of Original Philadelphia Cheese Steak Company. So, That's wild. Yeah, so we, we've I got a whole, a whole different white website set up, uh, phillycheesesteak.com, you know, trying to really pull on the heritage of what that company has done, and what the cheesesteak is all about, and what it means for Philadelphia.
3: So you sort of think of it like, it's, okay, there's it's a finite amount of things you can do, but you're always growing the product
10: line, correct? Correct, correct. Yeah. You know, and and continuing to grow. Le- the last couple of years now, you've seen everything coming about uh, about the plant-based proteins. Yes. Right. We're in that space as, as well. Okay. I didn't want to cross the line by asking about <laughs> that. But I'm yep. glad you brought that up. We are there. And, okay. Uh, it's also a nice segue. Uh, Marissa. She's eating some. Is eating some. Right. Wow. And those Ooh. last year when I was here. I am Steve, a huge you know, fan. Uh, and Nick and you guys all brought it up that, you know, I needed to pay for um, I don't know how it ended up that I had to pay strippers with chicken nuggets. <laughs> that, that's where the conversation went to. It usually just, happens you know, with us, yes, Jeff. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. So these this are... year I said I had to bring chicken nuggets, but these are plant-based. So This the... is great.
4: My daughter is a vegetarian, okay. uh, newly vegetarian, so we're always looking for, for options that she likes, and she likes these.
10: Awesome. Okay. So this is under the Raised and Rooted brand from Tyson, which, this... to Steve, your point it's retail. Yeah.
0: Jeff, this this is the. Fir- I'm sorry to interrupt, but this is the first chicken uh, version, uh, a plant based chicken version I've ever had. I've only had beef before. That tastes like a chicken nugget.
3: That is straight. That's what that Again, tastes like. That's and awesome. We're not even lying. This, wow. I, because I know what can be done, and you guys have nailed it. This, you would put this out at a party, and people would swear, sorry, yeah. <laughs> that they're eating chicken nuggets. Don't talk with
10: uh, your mouthful, Steve. But
3: it's its a great option, I, and, it, and it legitimately tastes good. Here, so, let's I'll try love
0: it. Hey, kid, catch this. Yo, right down front here. Yo, kiddo. Ridley. Hey, right here. Catch one of these. Okay. Try this out, all right? Tell me if that tastes like a real chicken nugget. Uh-oh. Oh, Marissa's there. Got Marissa's story. got one for you. Yeah. Taste that. I want, I want a kid's reaction to that. What do you think? Doesn't
10: that taste like thumbs a chicken up, nugget? Thumbs up, thumbs down. What do you think? Yeah! All right. That's who <laughs> knows chicken nuggets. So we've got another group called Kid Tested, Kid Approved. So yeah. There you go. There you live go. on the radio. So I swear to God, that's a home run. And these yep. are available now, yes? Yes. Yep. Awesome. Yep. So Raised and Rooted is the name of the brand. And again, it's all protein. This What's this made from? Pea proteins. Chicken? P- <laughs> <laughs> we grind up the chicken really small. Pea protein? Pea. P, P- P-E-A. As in P-E-A. P-E-A. Oh, I had I'm like, yeah, hey. Not okay, PEA, no, no. P-E-A. <laughs> Okay. If I, I listen,
3: listen. if P tasted that good, I would right, eat it. Why not? Dude, it's yeah. the texture, though. How it, do you get that texture? The texture, texture That's unbelievable. Is yes. spot
10: on. It is wow. spot on. Are you guys in the, uh, in, do you make chicken wings? Are they a part of your product? Oh, now? absolutely. Like, we have a plant up in New Holland, Pennsylvania. Uh, they've recently... Pulled some of the wings out of there to focus mainly on the the K through twelve business. Yes,
6: there's a like chicken wing shortage in the country at this point. Is that, that is that true?
10: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Working through it. We're well, working through it. Right, you good. know, hopefully by January things should uh, yeah. start to turn around Dude, in that regard. If you Tyson can make,
0: can't pull it together, no one can. Right. Plant based chicken wings with edible bones. Oh, that would be pretty just, awesome. Yeah. Next I year. I just
3: gave you the great idea. You if you could make an edible Clydesdale, I would be on board. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, we have we have another guest standing
0: by, and Jeff, we could talk to you all day yep. about chicken and plant-based products, but you have a donation to make sir.
10: Yep, absolutely. And uh, this is also following up. Um, again, I know you got time constraints, but we were out here on Sunday with the, ca- uh, with the car show as yeah. well. Yeah. And the Corvette Clubs. I was listening to Jeff yesterday on Busting His Chops. You forgot the Corvettes. <laughs> we had Corvettes out here from the original Garden State Corvette Club and Live in the Dream Corvette Club. Uh, Kevin brought his group down, and the Corvettes donated uh, 1,569 pounds of food nice. just from the Corvettes. But today... We've got a Tyson tractor trailer parked right outside here, and our total donation right now—and we still have more to come—because this is working with Phil abundance, and we're able to do perishable donations, yeah. like we talked about. Beambo, we have sixty-two thousand pounds. What? To go right now. Whoa, watch out! Watch
3: out! I'm gonna fire it, and there it goes. Wow.
10: 62,000 pounds. That's sensational. Yeah, so we're, we're really happy and proud to do that. Tyson, over the past year, <sighs> has donated over 30 million pounds across the country, and that's in conjunction with Feeding America, which is what uh, Philabundus is a part of. So Tyson's about giving back to the communities and where we uh, live and work. So that's all what this is about today.
3: No, you guys are great. And you've, you've you, honestly, as I said before, I, I make this decree and you've got to follow it. For, from now, for the rest of time, you have to be a major participant in the Camp out for Hunger. You guys are so generous. And if we can get some of those nuggets for later on. There, be and,
10: right. I, and I've been doing it for over 16 years since you guys been out at Plymouth Meeting. I can't yeah. believe you've been here this long. Congratulations. And a huge congratulations on the Radio Hall of Fame. Ah, thank so you, so You guys are awesome. Appreciate so it. Thank Let's you. Here for Zippity. Yeah! Zippity! Yeah.
0: Zippity! Thank you, guys. Jeffrey Duda from Tyson Foods. Man, that's unbelievable. That's
3: that's incredible.
0: An entire tractor trailer and more coming. And my mind is still reeling over the nugget. It tastes, <laughs> the, dude. The texture. Yeah, it tastes like a chicken nugget. That's it. I'm blown away. All right, is our guest ready to go? All right. He would be blown away, too, by this. He would I know be blown this.
3: away. by Knowing what I know about this man, yes. he would be blown away by that nugget. He's from Philly. He's
0: just like us. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. All right. Well, listen. We're excited to have him on uh, today. Uh, he has got a new film coming out. It'll be in theaters and streaming uh, on New Year's Eve, actually. It's called Don't Look Up. But he is, just to remind you, either the writer, producer, or director of some of the best movies made Anchorman, Vice, The Big Short Step Brothers, Talladega Nights, The Other Guys I could go on and on and TV shows and more Yes. Please welcome our friend Adam McKay to the
12: program
14: Hey How are you guys? We are doing very well Adam,
3: thanks for coming on man Yeah, and congrats on the Hall of Fame Radio Hall of Fame That is huge, congrats to everyone Thank you so much, man. And, you know, honestly, our friendship with you and, and your participation in the show over the years is is no small part of that in helping get the word out about the show and about the camp out for hunger. Yeah, you, you know, we've always talked about how generous you are with, with the event and, and your time. You're, you're a busy guy, uh, and we appreciate you taking time for us today. We're very excited about Don't Look Up. Yeah. And, and uh, I love the, the classic dark comedy. And uh, uh, to me, this puts me in mind of of Dr. Strangelove, which I consider one of the greatest comedies of all time. Am I I on point with that? I think you are. I mean, you know, if we're half as good as that movie, we'd be
14: very happy. That's an all-time classic. But I joke about this movie. I'm not
3: sure if it's a comedy or a horror movie. (laughs) It's somewhere in between the two well that's that 's the sweet spot for a dark comedy. A lot of people may not you know what happens is in a, in a classic movie like this, which is obviously you you have a, uh, a, 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 a a a a global killing event that is 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 bearing down on the planet and and when you have a backdrop with comedy involved with that which obviously is your is your wheelhouse as well uh, some great stuff can happen. This is as stellar a cast as you have ever had and i and I want to uh, ask you. Was did was it just another day at the job? Or when you're with Leo DiCaprio and Meryl Streep and all these people, was there a certain bit of nervousness?
14: Yeah, it was pretty crazy. I mean, we started off with getting a couple big names, like I wanted Jen Lawrence, and then you know when you're casting the president, it's like let's try Meryl Streep, yeah. and then she actually said yes, which is. You know, pretty much the greatest day a film director can ever have is when you get the yes from Meryl Streep. Yeah. And then DiCaprio came on, Timothy Chalamet, Kate Blanchett, Tyler Perry. It's like it got kind of bonkers. Um, honestly, it was so strange too because we were filming during the pandemic and this is. Pre-vaccine, yeah. so it was really weird. So everyone was wearing plastic shields, and we're all behind like plastic glass, except of course when they're filming in kind of the safe zone. And so it, I didn't even really have time to be nervous because it was like so bizarre. It felt like we were on the set of Arrival,
7: and <laughs> right, so- right.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you, did that help inform uh, a little bit the performances? You know, it, it, it in a sort of, um, you know, it, it, it seemed like the, with every all those protocols in place that you were in a place that was sort of mirroring what the movie's addressing.
14: It was one of the most bizarre things ever. I wrote the script before uh, COVID and then to actually be partially living in it. With our movie, you know, which is obviously about this comet's going to hit Earth and some people downplay it, some people don't believe it. So we were actually like living out beats (laughs) as they were happening in reality. And then the day where the president floated the idea of actually ingesting bleach, I was like, that's it. Our movie's broken. The world is crazier than our movie.
3: And and so so with this and with the um, uh, obviously uh, again you have Chris Evans, Ariana Grande, Jonah wow. Hill, wow. A, a, a ton of people. How do you, <laughs> I mean? Because then I think of like uh, it's a mad 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 world when you're juggling. Yeah. Everyone gets their screen time. Screen time, and, and uh, you know, it, it, does that become a thing? What What is editing something like this like? Well, the good news is you have
14: actors that are so good that you know you you want their performances in the movie so we got very lucky i didn't have to make that uncomfortable call to oh. some mega movie star <laughs> right, saying right. i'm sorry your part was cut out <laughs> everyone fit very nicely in the movie uh, but it was it was a beast you you're not wrong the initial cut of the movie was 3 hours long which is approaching it's a mad bad bad world so it was. Uh, it's a giant, epic film. I mean, it's definitely the biggest movie I've ever been involved in making.
3: Well, I, I, we're beyond excited because I, I love this. I love your films. We all do. I have to ask you, though, as an end-of-the-world comet aficionado, movie aficionado my, myself, um, I want you to rank. Well, let's take Deep Impact, Armageddon. When Worlds Collide, What Rank, what would you put? What at about the, Greenland? Greenland, which is yeah. another good one. What, what, what would you put at the top of that list? You know it's a good one, too, is what's it called? Night of the Comet, too? Night Do you remember of the Comet one? is great. It's, it's, oh, it, my goodness, I remember that with movie. With the, the cheerleading? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it passes over one night. Everyone gathers outside, and they turn to dust. The people are out. And, and it, some people went that bad. Yeah, like, we, uh, yeah, yeah. That's a we're, great we're, movie, oh, yeah. Like, so
14: I would go, I would go number one. You know, I think I'm going to go real traditional down the middle. I'm going to go deep impact. Yes. I'm going to say you got, I believe Morgan Freeman is the president right away. That gives it an edge. Yeah. Uh, Taya Leone, the earnest journalist who finds herself in the middle of it. That's going to get number one. I'm going to go number two, Night of the Comet. A little bit strange, a little bit moody. Yeah. I kind of dug it. Uh I'm going to go three uh, Armageddon just for the amount of American flag shots in that movie.
3: <laughs>
7: well, it's Michael, Michael Bay. Bay. You got to have your
3: slow flag shot.
14: Oh, slow motion American flag shots. There's no one better at that than Michael Bay. So I'm going to do that. Uh, number three. Uh I'm going to throw a little curveball. This isn't really a comet movie, but it's a good end of the world movie. Really obscure. Bruce Dern. A little movie called Silent
3: Running I, from the
14: early 70s. I
3: love it. It was it was directed by Doug Trumbull, who did the special effects work on 2001: A Space Odyssey. He had these little droids, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Uh, good choice. I would even throw in there. Oh their, my God! Uh, right? I, I f- like your deep, your deep <laughs> knowledge of silent running. I, I'm, yes. Very, very impressed. Steve um, the savant. I love that movie. And then there's another one with Gregory Peck called On the Beach. Do you remember that one? I was about to say it yeah, on
7: yeah. the beach. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, that was going to be number five
14: with yeah. Fred Astaire, also yeah. uh, in the submarine. Uh, Looking for a safe haven. That was going to be my number five if you're getting into kind of uh, apocalyptic movies. That's uh, wow. (laughs) Very impressed. Well,
3: I I love your selections. And so the the movie itself will be released uh, 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 on New Year's Day. Is that the idea? So uh, it's really cool. Uh, They're doing it. They're doing December 10th.
14: They're going to do a fairly wide theatrical release. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, it's Netflix, and but they're going to do, I think they're at 600 screens right now. It could go higher. And then what they do is Christmas Day, because what better way to celebrate Christmas than with an end-of-the-world movie? And, <laughs> I'm uh, on board. And they're going to do Christmas Day for the Netflix uh, premiere, which will be worldwide. So, Adam, I wanted to
6: ask you about in in Don't Look Up. Um, Leo DiCaprio and Jonah Hill, as Steve mentioned, are both uh, stars in it, and those guys are buddies, have a really good chemistry. What was it like directing the two of them on screen at the
14: same time? It's very funny because Jonah Hill, you know, is an he, he's an improv master. He improvs nonstop, um, and then Leo's very good at improv as well, but. No one improvs as much as Jonah Hill. So you could actually see in some scenes, like just at the end, Leo would just turn to him and just go, Jesus, man, give it a rest. (laughs) Uh, They love each other. They stayed together. You know, they both went through quarantine together. And then Leo had these two rescue dogs, uh, these crazy huskies that were just like ripping apart the (laughs) furniture in his house. So I kept joking that, like, you gotta get Jonah to take care of those dogs. And Jonah would just hold his hands up and be like, no, I'm out. But they're, uh, they're, they're like brothers. The two of them are so funny to watch work together, and they're incredible. Their chemistry is off the charts.
3: You know, you know, it's amazing, Adam. And like when Leo Leonardo DiCaprio came on the scene, I was like, you know, you naturally are gonna you're gonna say this guy's too good looking. I, I you know, I'm 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 sorry, I'm tapping out. And over the years, he has proven himself. Uh, to oh, time be and time so again, so damn good. And and I mean, uh, once upon a time in in, uh, in Hollywood is you know. Uh, the performance in that, the self-deprecation, the willingness to allow himself to not be the pretty boy, and 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 in this, he's he's not looking like himself. He's looking, you know, like a completely different version of himself. And, and and so once you realize that he's really in it to give a great performance, um, that's 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 pretty cool. When you when you go to an actor like with with Christian Bale and you say, "I want you to really alter your physical appearance," uh, you know, are you? I mean, is it a hard sell or how do you approach that? Yeah,
14: I think one to say you talk about these people and and like Bale and DiCaprio, Amy Adams, these type of actors, they are first and foremost actors who happen to be movie stars. Right. So they they love it. They love it when they get to play something different. And you're totally right. This is a completely different character for DiCaprio. I've never seen him play a guy like this. He's a humble kind of third tier professor from michigan with a family has no desire to go on tv is constantly popping half a xanax throughout the movie because he doesn't want to be in this position and you know the big trick with dicaprio on top of all of that is he's really funny uh you, know, you mentioned once by a time in hollywood but also wolf of wall street yes which i consider i mean one of the great comedies of the past 20 years uh, he's really legit funny, and it always comes from a grounded place. So, now actors like that they they get very excited when they get to transform and change and really get into character.
0: And who who is the uh, who we see as the the biggest change of what we're used to seeing? Would it be Leo in this film?
14: I think so. Okay. Yeah, I, I've never seen Leo play a guy like this before. And uh, he certainly goes through a crazy roller coaster in the movie. It's uh, it's pretty fun to watch him get battered around by the insane pinball machine that is our kind of social media media world that we live in now. So yeah, he, he's he's pretty different. A lot of uh, we did a couple test screenings. And people were definitely remarking how they'd never seen him play anyone like this. No, I
3: have to address every time you're on. We have to address the the juggernaut, the the pop culture, um, just Mount Rushmore now that is Step, Step Brothers continues and keeps going. We we talked about one time about having you. Um, sort of, you know, moderate or, or come up with a, uh, you know, uh, an evening with Step Brothers screening, yeah. the screening because it, I hear more and more people all across, you know, from from politics to uh, actors to to uh, sports celebrities. I, I, I guess, see more boats and hose T-shirts these days than <laughs> all I've over ever the seen. Place. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's got <laughs> to blow you away just how much that movie has kept its traction. It is it is really incredible. I'm watching a football
14: game on Sunday and there's some crazy play. I think it was Collinsworth was announcing and someone I can't remember who it was, maybe it was Tony Romo, and they they said, Oh my god, that looked like a scene out of Step Brothers. I'm like, Excuse me?
7: It, just constantly, it, it,
14: it seems to parallel
7: constantly. movies.
14: Uh, it seems to parallel movies
0: like uh, Free Amigos that kind of yeah. that came and went in the box office and then stayed and yeah. stayed and stayed and then appreciated like a good vintage <laughs> and are still here today it's, and, it's and growing f-
3: firmly entrenched in pop culture. But yeah, yeah. it just keeps growing. That's I mean, you, there's no way you could have anticipated that. But as the creator, that's got to give you some bizarre sense of satisfaction. Yeah, I mean, it was, I I, I don't know if I've told you guys before, when Will and I did it, we sort of
14: made the decision we were just going to make a movie purely to make ourselves laugh. (laughs) And I said to Farrell before we went into it, I said, we're probably not going to get good reviews on this. This is going to be the craziest movie we're going to make. Are you okay with that? And Farrell was like, yeah, I'm good with that. (laughs) So... It's been really gratifying to see that, like, everyone else, like, a lot of people had the same feeling about it we did because... I mean, we, we always laugh when we work together on a movie, but that movie, I was sore when I would go home at oh. night from
0: laughing. How could you not be? It's awesome. Well, listen, Adam, we're excited, obviously, uh, about Don't Look Up. Um, we do have to wrap because we have uh, some other things that we got to get to before we finish for the day. We're already over our time as it is, but we love talking to you. Uh, but I did, uh, Nick had told me you do have a, a donation you wanted to present for the Camp Out for Hunger.
14: Absolutely. I love what you guys do with Camp Out for Hunger. You know I support it, Philly Strong, and I would like to make a donation of $20,000. Oh, oh, my God. My God.
7: Yeah. Thousand
3: dollars! Jesus, that is awesome.
7: Oh, wow. That's unbelievable. You are
3: the man, Adam. We we love you for that. Your generosity, every and you've been doing this forever. And also, you're a great friend of the show, and we we uh, we just adore you. Steve, did we just become best friends?
7: We just became <laughs> best <laughs> yep. friends.
14: Yes. <laughs> exactly. Well, I love you guys. Congrats on the Hall of uh, Fame. Oh, love thank you, Philadelphia. And always a pleasure to pop by and say hey. And we'll do that Step Brothers screening. As this, hopefully, this crazy COVID stuff starts to pass, I'll be back in Philly, and we'll definitely do that screening. We
0: love it. We we love love you, Adam. Thank you so much. Adam McKay, ladies and gentlemen, $20,000 donation. Such a good guy. Such a good guy. This is killing me, man. Amazing. Uh, What's happening this year? It's only Tuesday. I know. Uh, And uh, listen, and I'm going to say this now, after you heard that huge number. Don't let that deter, like, your $10 donation no, 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 or no. your 10-pound donation or whatever it may be that you're bringing out. Or, like, this young man who's – uh, where's Marissa? Can we uh, get a mic down there real quick? Where's our, our buddy who had who's holding this up? Uh, if we can, real quick, I want to talk to this young man who – um. there she yeah, goes. Hey, yeah, she's yeah, there running from behind. Yeah. Uh, what is your name, bud? James. All right, James, where are you from? Uh, Ridley. From Ridley. And, James, you did what? Tell us what you did. You started something, right?
24: Yeah, we um, raised $2,400 and 1,000 pounds of food.
3: Oh, wow. my God. How old are you? <laughs> All
0: right, wait a minute. This young man, well, who is this? What's your name?
24: Um, Bradley.
0: Are you his brother?
24: Yes. All right, how
0: old are you, Bradley?
24: Um, I am seven.
0: And how old's your brother?
24: Uh, he is 10. 10.
0: 10. He's 10. And you guys organize this yourselves?
24: Yep. That's awesome.
0: So. What did you want to have to say, Bradley?
24: Um, <laughs>
0: Come on, man.
24: Uh, we have about a thousand pounds of food. Yeah. A thousand pounds. Of food. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, do you want to You want to thank anybody or anything like that? What? Do you do you want, want to thank anybody? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to thank anyone? Yeah. All right.
24: Um, thank you to uh, a special thanks to my mom and yeah, my dad. There
3: you go. He's a
7: good big brother.
24: For helping us, like, um, yeah, for, uh, th- thank you, like, special thanks to my friends and, uh, Delco Bob and yeah. everybody. Um, and,
4: watch, oh, yeah, we Bob love Havens. Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, James, you did your own camp out for hunger, did you not, for a couple of weeks leading up to uh, today?
24: Yeah. Fine. We started, was it, yeah, two weeks ago.
0: Okay. And so you set it up at your house and had people donate
7: there.
24: So Friday, October 15th. We brought, like, a fireplace down to, like, the end of our driveway, and we had people come by just, like, the past two years. Yeah. Uh, My friends came. My my family came. They all, like, brought food. And then there were some people from around the neighborhood and, like, my parents' friends and stuff. They came and dropped stuff off, too.
3: You can't can't really realize how how many people you're going to feed with the amount of food that you raise. Yeah. The difference? Because there are people, you know, who are maybe even your age... Who are not so sure they're going to have a meal. And with your efforts, you're going to make sure that those people are eating. And it's to Preston's point, we have these big donations. But we always say that people are going to be eating the food that you directly raised. It means the world to them. So you are so fantastic, your whole family. And thank you so much for coming down. Yeah. Yeah, thank you.
4: James. James. You are the absolute best of what Delco has to offer. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, James. It's here for him, yeah. James and Bradley. Nice job. All right, he's gonna—he's handing something over. There's uh, still more to go, I think. What is that?
18: This is the cash. Oh, the that's cash. the cash! Wow. A, ca- a jar of cash. Uh, that's five hundred
24: seventy dollars.
0: Five hundred
3: seventy dollars. Wow. Thank you, buddy. Amazing. Look I that, love that. The, 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 to be that tied into the neighborhood and that generous at that age. Yes. All right, question. We
7: gotta take a break.
4: We got to, we we're not doing Bizarre Well We'll come back. We'll do everything in the next
3: we'll Okay. Star
11: File, Trash,
4: Music News. Wow.
0: That was a long one. Uh, we got to take a break. We're here at the Camp Out for Hunger. You guys having a good time?
9: Yep. Come and join us. We'll be right back. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. and You know what? I also uh, I want to thank uh, our friends...
0: Uh, that we've had on the show many times, uh, Mike and Jess uh, that lived the van life, yeah, uh, have been out on the road, and they're ah. right over there, and you can follow them. Yeah, they're here this morning. So I, I didn't even realize that Nick had. I mean, the masks I couldn't tell, no. but uh, Nick told me, and uh, they did their own uh, food drive. A, yeah, they, uh,
6: uh, Jess and Mike started a, a company called Seeker, which is for people who are on the road, and they had a little gathering last night with people who are on the road living that lifestyle, and uh, they had a gathering in King of Prussia last night. They were able to gather uh, or collect a few hundred pounds of food, some some money. They brought that. Down today, so thank you so much, Jess you and guys. Mike, and everybody that came out to the event last night. And Seeker is S E K R, where you can follow them on Van Dot There on Instagram, and we can put that up on our and stories been, and
3: stuff as well. They've been running the collection on Instagram as well, yeah, and, yeah, which is great. And, and it's really cool awesome. to see
6: that many people come together. And uh, this is the first year for them doing that, so hopefully years to come as well.
3: Exactly. <laughs> I didn't
6: and, even notice you with
3: the mask on. I'm sorry. <laughs> this <is> our <laughs> <we> sponsor, <laughs> uh,
0: by the way, Subaru, proud partner of the President's Camp Out for Hunger. I have a feeling we'll run into those guys at some point this yeah, weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, love. It's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. All right, we need to do a quick version version of the Bizarre File, so let's go ahead and do that right now.
7: Now, Bizarre.
1: WMMR presents <laughs> Kristen and Steve's Bizarre.
7: Bizarre File.
0: Brought to you by PHL TV. Young Sheldon joins the Big Bang Theory on PHL 17. Weeknights at 7 and 9.30. Family night every night is on PHL 17. A Florida English teacher who was just named Teacher of the Year at Darnell Cookman Middle School in Jacksonville has been charged with a count of child abuse against a student at the school. Oh, boy. They were just named the Teacher of the Year. Caroline uh, Melanie Lee, 60 years old, was arrested Friday. The arrest came after a student said Lee called her into her classroom to speak privately and then allegedly struck her on the face, causing a bloody nose. Uh, Lee, the student, uh, who is a minor and is not named in the report, and other witnesses told the responding officers uh, that the incident began with a conversation about an Instagram post earlier this week. Oh, man. Friday, Lee asked to speak with the student privately in her classroom, despite the student not being in any of her classes this year. Uh, the student told police when she got to the classroom that Lee reached cross table and struck her several times, uh, causing her nose to bleed. Uh, I think
3: he needs to return that golden eraser.
0: You might want to hand that back in. Yeah. On the arrest report, the officer wrote that Lee acknowledged that the conflict was the student's word against her own. Lee denied doing physical harm to the student. Uh, She said she wanted to talk to the student after seeing a message on Instagram she thought was a threat to kill her. But she added she was not afraid and did not feel the need to report the message to staff. Uh, The responding officer said school surveillance footage shows Lee walking at an aggressive pace to her classroom before the incident and the student about four minutes later. Leaving the classroom, holding her face, and walking with a low demeanor to a guidance counselor's office Mm. where she reported the incident. So, uh, Lee was arrested, uh, that morning after uh, officers, uh, had met with the student victim and four witnesses. No one else was inside the classroom with Lee and the students. So obviously. Badly. Uh, yeah, badly. Uh, New York man is buying bars in Wilmington for allegedly breaking into an auto parts store and stealing tools so he could fix the car he stole. (laughs) Uh, so this took place wow. in Delaware. Troopers were dispatched to the Firestone store. Uh, Next
3: time, steal a car you don't have to repair.
0: Late Friday night for a burglar alarm activation, Delaware State Police said the troopers noticed a hole in the garage door window. I need to
3: steal a late model car.
0: 61-year-old Thomas Gordon walking through the parking lot. Uh, police learned Gordon parked the car, which was reported stolen out of New York and store uh, at the store and broke into steal hand tools. So he, I was am famished. I'm going to have to steal some dinner. He was arrested. All right, and then one last story. Uh, we will go with this one. Uh, let's see. A couple of bears snuck into a California man's home to snack on his leftover KFC. Oh. And why wouldn't they? KFC is pretty awesome. Uh, John Holden said that he arrived at his Sierra Madre home. Uh, to find the door wide open with one bear on the front lawn and a second inside munching on fried chicken that had been left on
1: the kitchen counter. I got to tell you, though, I tried a recent Tyson product, which is (laughs) vegetable-based nuggets, and it's, uh, it's really quite good. Uh, he
0: told local reporters that the bears had likely been drawn in by the smell of the chicken.
1: Yeah, it was initially the smell of the chicken.
0: And uh, they continued to linger in his yard. Every I want you. Be- you're on the six o'clock news, aren't you? After being chased out of the house, and there you go. We'll wrap with that one. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right. So, lesson question today: the prize that we are going to give away: a uh, pair of tickets to see Kurt Kreischer New Year's Eve at the Met. It's the second show that light uh, that night at 10 p.m. So it is a later show. And the question we will pose to you is this. In case of a tie in the City 6 Papa Shot Challenge, what contest will decide the winner? Here you go. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. All right. In case of a tie at the City 6 Papa Shot Challenge. Now, we didn't end up having to do it, uh, but what contest would decide the winner? 215-263-WMMR. If you know the answer, call right now. While you call, we'll do the trash.
1: The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All
0: right, brought to you by Iron Hill Brewery. top selling IPAs and seasonal beers now available everywhere. Craft beer is sold locally. You can visit ironhillbrewery.com and click Beer Finder to find a retailer near you. What's happening, Steve? Well,
3: rapper Young Blue finding out that the baby monkey he thought he bought is actually a baby baboon. Lou says he's fine with the baboon, but does wish it would stop raping his ear.
11: Oh,
3: hey! Andy Cohen has announced a new series, this is true, called The Real Housewives of Dubai. Cohen says the show is about what happens when the Dubai housewives stop being polite and start getting caned. Oh, Oh my And finally, Ed Sheeran. Revealing in a Dutch interview that he thought he was gay growing up. In fact, Sheeran remembers asking if he was gay to literally every man he had in his mouth. Wow. (laughs) That's really (laughs) good trash. All
0: right, to the phones. We head. See if we can get an answer to this. In case of a tie in the City Six Pop Shot Challenge, what contest would have decided the winner? And we're going to go to Dan, our first caller in. Dan, good morning. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Dan, what would have decided that tie if we had it? You're coming in all broke up, but if you can hear me, a sexy kiss. Sexiest yeah. kiss. You are correct.
12: Hang on a second, man. You got it right.
0: We're going to give you a pair of tickets to see Bert Kreischer, New Year's Eve at the Met, and this is for his second show that night. 10 p.m. just announced the Bertie Board Tour, by the way. Uh, It's the Relapse Tour, and tickets go on sale this Friday via Ticketmaster at 10 a.m. Complete info at
1: WMMR.com. Let's get to music news, please. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR.
7: (laughs)
0: All right, it is brought to you by the American Red Cross. You can give something that means something this holiday season. The Red Cross urges eligible blood and platelet donors of all types to give now. Visit RedCross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS. Uh, Radiohead dropped their previously unreleased song, Follow Me Around, and its accompanying video featuring Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce On Monday. Follow Me Around dates back to the 1997 OK Computer era, where it was often performed at sound checks on the tour, quickly becoming a fan favorite. Uh, the band have occasionally posted different pieces of the song's lyrics on the website, on their website, linking it to other songs, including Kid A and Where I End You Begin. Uh, some of the lyrics to Follow Me Around also appear in the hidden booklet to Kid A. Marilyn Manson, this is weird, made a rare public appearance to take in the Sunday service with his
3: friend Kanye West on Halloween. So he's getting religion? No, can't be.
0: And I don't—I didn't possible? even know they were friends. Uh, the concert, which also drew, Justin... I know Justin, they're on the same softball team, which also drew Justin Bieber, rapper Roddy Rich, uh, was aired as a surprise live stream that day, according huh. to Yahoo. Uh, Manson has been keeping low profile over the past several months after being accused of sexual and other kinds of abuse by multiple women.
3: Is he possibly doing some uh, reputation repair? I don't
0: know. I, does, does hanging out with Kanye uh, constitute? Well, he does those I big know.
3: religious things, yeah. right? Yeah.
0: Uh, Rolling Stone reports that the concert was the artist, now known as Ye's, first Sunday service performance in 18 months. Bob Seeger and his family were unharmed after a small fire broke out at his house in Orchard Lake, Michigan on Halloween morning. Huh. Uh, the Detroit News reported that the fire in the 8-bedroom, 10-bathroom house was contained to a chimney flu <laughs> off Seeger's family room. What? I'm
6: sorry.
13: You'll know in a second.
6: Oh, it's another one? Uh, it's, it's at least three.
13: Stop.
2: Five. He's sick, Kathy. He is then, sick. Then I, I don't know. They go in the RV and do the show. We got microphones. <laughs> oh, in there.
0: you mean in the middle of, of my music news? I don't
2: know, but fix it. <laughs> I'm Tom
0: Brokaw. I'm going to have to carry this into the bathroom. <laughs> Just for that, Kathy. <laughs>
2: Myself. I'm not crapping Kathy, my pants I, over no here. There's no
3: way. I, it's I don't painful. feel good
2: either. You actually got me sick before we went to Chicago.
3: Wow. It all comes out now. She's really doing this. Literally. Wow. Am I seeing actual?
2: Disgusting. We have two guests on, and he's crapping his
3: Am pants. I seeing actual smoke coming out of your ass? You're acting as if I have a choice. You know what?
0: Here's you what too. I'll do. Here's what I'll do. I'll walk away, and then you handle the rest of it. We Would can you do wrap that? It up. <laughs> all right. In fairness. That's a
4: terrible
6: smell.
3: I, I know. <laughs> hey, I smell barbecue that, now. Wasn't that outlawed by the Geneva Convention?
4: I mean, God. Did somebody literally bring in, like, barbecue? Barbecue sauce? I
3: see, I see smoke. Just... I smell so smoke. So unless Preston's rectum is on fire, or maybe that was it. Did somebody spray aerosol?
0: Dude, I smell. I I actually smell so. smoke. I don't smell my ass anymore. I smell smoke. That's a beautiful essential. <laughs> I
4: mean... Who's bringing us lunch? Is that uh, Snap?
3: I, I don't know.
0: All right. Anyway, well, bring it in. Oh the no, screen.
4: it's it's the I fire in Bob Seger's house.
0: The fire
3: in Bob. Look at that! You actually use props when you do the news, dude. It really does smell
0: like burn. Do you guys smell it's, that burning? It's uh, a ha- it's it haze. It's, it's haze. haze. Oh, it's haze. It's haze. What does that mean?
3: That means it's haze. <laughs> it's a little special air freshener for the. Air. Oh, oh, thank you. Oh. Thanks,
18: Roddy. Look at Roddy.
3: Roddy just Rodney has me. everything, even stuff to combat. You guys couldn't
0: hear that, but he was speaking in our in our headphones. He he sprayed in. A, it's called haze, whatever that is. They have the ability. to... Mask, is it the? Uh, is it oh? Is it for the light? I mean, for yeah, sort the of lights.
3: Preston, oh, the you lights. were okay. talking about. You were talking about it. And I literally saw smoke coming out. of go, <laughs> this dude knows how to fart. <laughs> yeah.
21: All
0: right.
3: Anyway, what, what Bob Seeger. Everybody's yeah.
0: okay. Bob. Bob Seeger. Everybody's okay. I'm
3: okay. And then finally, there's <laughs> a product called Haze. Uh, it wasn't my acrid farts. Corns.
0: Jonathan Davis will be starring in an upcoming horror film called The Devil's Tree. He plays a villainous character called The Pet. Uh, Kate Schlegel and Brian Manley Davis are among his co-stars. Hey, good
3: for them getting Schlegel.
0: (laughs) Uh, The movie synopsis is, after visiting a landmark tree rumored to be a gateway to hell, a group of friends hold a small house party where, without explanation, they realize they mentally can't bring themselves to leave. Shortly after the revelation, torment and slaughter begins at the hands of a supernatural killer with a warped, sadistic sense of humor.
3: I think I'd have no problem leaving a house that had the gateway to hell in it. Yeah, and I think that's a a band name, by the way, Steve. Getting Schlegel. (laughs) Getting Schlegel.
12: (laughs) Yeah.
0: All (laughs) night long. That's it for music news. All right, so we're going to take one more break. When we come back, Pierre Robert will be here. We'll return with more of the Camp Out for Hunger on 93.3 WMMR.
11: Stay with us.
1: Justin and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, live from inside the Bimbo Bakery's USA broadcast tent on 93.3 WMMR. Powered by Comcast Business, powering possibilities. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger.
0: It's very kind of you. Thank you, guys. Uh, it is President Steve Show, day number two of Camp Out for Hunger. And once again, we're going to 11 a.m. like we did yesterday. And
3: you know who's been with us for the whole thing? The sign people out yes, there. Yes, they have. Yeah. All right.
0: This group of four that showed up here uh, this morning before we even began, and they have these signs with various quotes from the show, uh, had uh, had stopped by. Yes, we have ball sacks are yummy and big brown Guatemala nipples and... Uh, where's that and sound coming from? And, of course, good morning, it. It's awesome. And then they flip their signs over, and it says, I am the god of hellfire <laughs> in one big phrase. It's perfect. Pierre, they've been here since the very beginning, yeah. man. Yeah. It's amazing. Good Yeah, it's guys. been so much fun. Very nice. Uh, I'll, I'll take a moment to uh, thank the people that have been on the program today. We had a lot of great donations uh, from uh, Stoffer's Gloves and yeah. uh, from... Uh, our, our friends John Durenji and Mark O'Connor and John Mcnesby, uh, and we had uh, Enterprise Rent a card These are all big donations yeah. that uh, the, you know that they uh, that we want to highlight. And our friend uh, Jeff from uh, Tyson Foods, but. Uh, the other guest that we had on the program, Mike of Royal Blood. He was great, man. He was fantastic. New York City, super nice guy, loves to here in the States. Uh, Nick Cannon, who's co-hosting uh, Fox Good Day today, uh, was on with us as well. Of course, the six coaches that were part of the City Six Papa Shot Challenge. Uh, and Zumoff, Mark Zumoff, who was here. But we have Steve Donahue, uh, Jay Wright, Ashley Howard, Zach Spiker, uh, Mark uh, Macon, and John Griffin. And it was John Griffin who was our champion wow. from St. Joe's, first St. Joe's champion. Man, he rocked it. Killed everybody yeah. in that competition. Uh, but it was great. And also, thank you to the, the gang at NBC 10. They had a blast. <laughs> we had Aaron Coleman, Keith Jones, Lucy Bustamante, and uh, Sheila Watko and Bill Henley who stopped by and we had a lot of fun with them. And uh, an amazing man, Mr. Adam McKay, who out of his own pocket donated $20,000. Yeah. Wow. Did a Camp Out for Hunger. Uh, popped on uh, to talk Philly and his movies and just the the greatest guy. So it's been a a wonderful day today. It was a busy day.
4: And it's not over, I mean, because later on this afternoon, Tyrese Maxey uh, from your Philadelphia 76ers is going to stop by and and hang out for a little bit. When's that going to be? It's going to be sometime in the 1 o'clock hour. He's got a personal workout today. There's no, like, team practice, but he has personal workouts, so he's going to drop by sometime after his workouts. And you guys were at the game last night, and it was a blast, right? Yeah, yeah it was a great time. Yeah. It, uh, you know, the fact that they were able to win with uh, basically yeah. three of their starting five.
6: Guys like Maxie stepped up to get him a win last no night. No doubt. And Pierre, you got to see this guy's hair. You're going to love it. Tyrese he has terrific hair, and so you guys will have something to talk
21: about. Excellent. <laughs> nice. I've liked Tyrese since the moment he got here. I know you have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and when he
3: uh, got the score, on the thing it Oh my god amazing. Oh, yeah. they, they're already, they, This morning That's all they've been Talking about Is the score on the thing
21: Well the score yeah. on the thing Is yeah. what we mean When we say Sports up
0: Yeah Completely <laughs> yeah. How are you today
3: I am up
21: Excellent Way up there Way up there Love it man I'm feeling no pain <laughs> I am floating Above the clouds I'm on autopilot and cat tranquilizers. <laughs> and cat tranquilizers. On the, when the NBC 10 crew were um, doing their thing, I couldn't figure out what. Machine they were on right. But all I Japan. could hear
0: was screams. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're on that that uh, ship out there. It's called oh, Pharaoh's the, Fury.
21: The back and forth. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Got yep. it.
0: Yep. So that's why they were screaming the entire time. They're <laughs> rocking back and forth and trying to catch uh, cheese balls that they were throwing back and forth. You know. And they were trying to catch each other's cheese yes. balls. Yeah. They were was throwing them to each other. Okay. One was throwing and the other had to catch them in a cup. I so see. Okay. It was it was fun. Definitely. It
21: was high drama. I liked it.
0: <laughs> you can use those as well while we're if, as long as the operators are here. Go for it. All right. Nice. All right, Letter of the Day? Yes. All right,
1: Jason. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter.
0: And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter E is in early. All right, and we will give away our word of the week prize on Friday. Three hundred dollars brought to you by the Bagster. The Bagster, a dumpster in a bag, perfect for all home improvement cleanups. You just pick one up today at any of your local home improvement store by Phil Gone. So we will give away that three hundred bucks. On Friday, looking forward to doing that. And what is happening on your program today here at the Camp Alpha Hunger, Pierre?
21: Uh, we have Disturbed, Incubus, CZ Top, and the Workforce Blocks. We also have Killers tickets uh, for their appearance next September. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way it rolls these days, right? It's just ridiculous. But uh, I, I just find it bizarre and unnecessary. But
3: um, but that's how the concerts go. So we
7: we'll take listen, it as it comes.
3: Eventually, we'll be selling tickets to shows, bands that have not even been born yet. Yeah. Well yeah. said, Steve. <laughs>
21: <laughs> uh they're playing next <laughs> September twenty-seventh, and uh they go on sale this Friday because of course you gotta be early.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh and come and see Pierre. It can get lonely here in the midday hours. It's so a slower time lonely. of the day. So please come and see him and spend some time and uh, drop off your donation, of course. Well,
3: I think you've heard the fact that we well, there are people here. It's not the full, full tent, but there's certainly people here in the tent right now. If you want to come down and say hi and drop off some stuff, see what we have going on here. And, and, Pierre, as you were very fond of pointing out, so, you know, with the big donations, it's the little donations as well because the truth of the matter is that food matters to someone. I loved the little kids that were yes. here a short while ago. They were so
21: cool, and, you know, they had done a little mini camp out for hunger yeah. in, their dr- in their driveway. And those two little kids, to me, that's what it's all about. Absolutely. Uh, with, no, with no disrespect towards our large sponsors, but those little donations, um, don't think they don't make a difference. They absolutely do.
0: And uh, speaking of sponsors, I do want to uh, thank very much our friends from DeBruno Brothers because uh, they served up breakfast for our volunteers and staff, and they want to host your holiday party. Whether it's your office, family, friends, and neighbors, let them help you wow your guests with an epic culinary experience as assortment of holiday packages uh, to fit any type of event. event. Uh, Mention Camp Out for Hungry. Get 10% off of menu pricing, and we love our friends at De Bruno Brothers. Uh, also, uh, Pepsi is uh, do, uh, doing the refreshments throughout the day, and lunch is provided by Snap for our volunteers and so on. Um, let me thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve shows been brought to you today uh, by script. You can download the Acme app to see... No, this is the script. It's brought to you by Acme. <laughs> <laughs> Read these words in an it's, announcer voice. You know, it... Why we don't have a standard for our copy. I've been to our people and said, do it on the same type of piece of paper with the same type of print. It will help us to... Never mind. Brought to you by 30 Second Promo. (laughs) Ad type commercial. Promo notes, music bed, pronunciation. It literally says that on here. Download the Acme app to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. You can visit acmemarkets.com for details. That also brought to you by Matt Kalper. Yes. All right, and it's brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve show. Uh, Tomorrow on the program, this just handed to me. We have a lot going on. Uh, Claude Giroux uh, and Keith Gandel of the uh, Flyers are going to be joining us. Ricky Batalico and Mickey Morandini (laughs) will be on the show. Of the Philadelphia Union, coach Jim Curtin. Wow, it's sports up tomorrow, man. Yeah. Uh, Kate Flannery. Hey! Kate Flannery. From the office fame and joins us regularly. We will be joining us and Attorney General Josh Shapiro, and we will get into some other goodies and fun things. That is it. We are done. Thank you guys for being here. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye.
11: With Early Paycheck, you can get your direct deposit up to two days earlier. That's another reason Banking with Capital One is the easiest decision ever. Even easier than deciding to open the biggest birthday gift first.
17: Happy birthday to you!
11: Which one are you going to open first? The pony! Yep, even easier than that. Plus, with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is Banking with Capital One even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. No fees or minimums on new consumer accounts. Capital One and A-member FDIC.